for a minute oh baby but i'm back come back here we go <laughs> all right we're back we're, we're back, back at the dragon party i'm your host brett brandis for this reception and joining me it's my co-host his name is eric but let's check in with him eric what's your name this just in my name is still eric <laughs> eric's name happens to be eric so back awesome you, brett awesome yeah we are back here today back on mtg I feel like we finally got our flow with set reviews because finally we're going to knock out this third portion today and kind of complete the cycle, as it were, of uh, getting all the cards we want. We should at least hopefully talk about from this set. And we did it before the next set came out. Yes, which is <laughs> usually you'd be like, well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but what do you, Jesus what do you mean? Christ. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's just like, hey, remember the set that came out a week ago? <laughs> Forget about it. Old news, and you should feel embarrassed for talking about it. <laughs> All right. I, they did already start to preview the next set, and I was getting nervous about it. Like, are we behind? Like, hold on. Like, um, uh, should we be discussing that? Uh, we're not going to mention it yet. We're, we're going to save that episode for when the set uh, is right about to kick off and we have some more stuff to talk about. But we're back at the party, Eric. What you going to be drinking today? I am uh, I am drinking a vanilla porter. Ooh. This company, I forget what it's called, Breckenridge Brewery. I think I've had some of these beers before, but I, I was feeling a... Um, I was feeling a little darker beer. And I haven't had I get, one of those in a, in a while. I don't even know if I would enjoy them at this point. It's been so long for me since I've had a, a stout and or slash porter. And I feel like I've missed the boat. It's like we're coming out of winter at this point. Yeah. So those are a very wintry, wintry beer. Yeah. And that's why I had to get them while I can. Because yeah, as yeah. soon as like April hits in Texas, it's like, hey. Yeah. All oh, summer the only things that exist are <laughs> our Pilsner's box. And New England IPAs. That's it. Maybe you know, I, and if you're feeling spicy. I'll be honest. Like fall is my perfect time for beer. I lo- I love the Oktoberfest genre, and the, like I don't like oh, yeah. summer shanties or any of those. I, I'm a I'm a seasonal uh, little bitch when it comes to beer. <laughs> whatever's like, yeah. whatever's yeah whatever's, whatever's the freshest. There. I was like, well, grapefruit beer, yes, or the like, oh, the hoppiest thing in the world. Go for it. I know the other reason you clicked on this episode, and it was to find out, did he do it? Did he find a third neon beer? The answer is yes. They're going to be like, no, I didn't. So. Nope, nope, couldn't do it. Nope, Sorry, I found, I have the neon rainbows here. <laughs> uh, it's another IP. I mean, they're all IPAs. They're, 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 they got neon on their names. What did you expect? That is true. Some neon. They're not gonna have a neon porter. No, I got a, a neon, and it says stuff about unicorns here. How could this not be neon? Exactly. Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. We like if I say the word Ooh, good. neon blue, everyone in the world can picture what neon blue is. Like if you've seen something, you can go, "That's what neon is." I feel like, like I picture neon, neon blue, blue, and neon pink. I can do that with. Yeah, but it's like I 
But like neon isn't a color or a hue. It's not like sky blue or something like that. Ah, that's true. It's just because of the fluorescentness that it gives off. It has a such a specific it's a color in your mind. Thing, yeah. And it's just like, oh, I know. It's like glowy. It's yeah. probably reflecting off of something wet. It's like, I know what this is. It's raining. I'm assuming. It's the same thing as like metallic colors to me, I feel like, you know, like golds and silvers. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more like in the reflectivity. Yeah. All right. Um, we, we've covered that. Any new decks? What did we talk about last time with uh, with new decks that we're brewing? Did we, did we mention them? I don't. I, I talked about my Okiba deck. I actually brewed another one up just recent. I was telling Eric, I, I now have a Zabaz the Glimmer Wasp deck. Because uh, I love dreams. the Arcbound. Yeah. They need to print more. I feel like the deck is fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll you tell you. It's, it, it's either you're like an artifact combo deck and you're, it's busted. Or you're just like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to attack with big creatures. And it's like, yeah, like there's only so much you can do with that. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I'll tell you the one really fun thing about the deck for sure, though, is turn one, play your commander. That's fun. There's not many, not many commanders can you be. Turn one, bam, yeah. it's out there. Yeah, I, I, that's fun, and it's like every game. So I will say that, that that part of it feels good, and then the rest is like, I hope I do something this game. <laughs> 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 we'll see I if hope, this works out. <laughs> I, hope, I hope something happens. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we're going to get into first. So we have a couple of things left to talk about, which is the commander products. Kind of the... Coup du tay, right? The, the 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 reason we are all here in the first place for Commander, uh, kind of the most important products to come out each year. It used to be that it only came out once a year. Now it comes out every set. Right. Yeah. So we have to talk about it every set, and they've Not now like ones. each of these. They've they've definitely followed this for the past couple too. Is they'll print like eighteen new cards in these decks, and they're all insane. Like all the new cards they print because they. All the all stops are off. It's like it's only going into commander, and I guess what vintage or whatever. Vintage the, and... Yeah, whatever the the format is that just accepts anything that says yeah, magic like, made hey, it. Come on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, get over here. Did magic make it? You're in. All right. Um, yeah. So because it's just for commander, they get to print whatever they want, and these cards are sweet. They're pretty sweet, and it kind of uh, fills in where uh, where these one setters kind of leave off. Yeah, because usually it'd be like. I mean, these mechanics have been done before, so this is, it doesn't really fit for this particular one. But True. like the uh, a lot of True. times, or, or, or if it isn't one's like modify it isn't one, but it goes along with all right, of magic totally history. Things, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So like, how many times have been like, oh, this mechanic's so cool, but there's only five cards that do it in like blue and green. So I can't like Arcbound, <laughs> yeah. For instance, the one I just said, I said a second ago. Yeah, it would be really helpful for them to print an Arcbound Commander product. Would be yeah. like, all right, now I can build an Arcbound deck. Yeah, it's like here, here's the Commander that could work with it. And here's some like just a little more powerful stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of yeah. Nice. So so they make some super sweet things. So we have two decks to talk about: Buckle Up deck and the Upgrades Unleashed. Yeah, that's Azorius colors and. Uh, gruel colors, so they left out black. There's no black in any of these, so Brett's black. sad. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we we got him his Arcbound deck, so we're good. <laughs> no, they didn't good. give me my Arcbound deck. I had to make that myself. <laughs> they hand made it for you. <laughs> and it's miserable. Um, we're going to start with the old Buckle Up. This is the old Azorius Vehicles deck. The old Buckle Up. 
The old buckle up. I like the names, though. Buckle up's a good name for it. Vehicles. Classic. Uh, we'll start with the commander. Now, they do the same formula that they've been doing for a while, too. They give you a face commander. That's the face of the, the deck built around him. Mm-hmm. Then they'll give you one other commander in the exact same color pair that you could run as an alternate commander. And then they give you one other brand new commander, but is only in one of the two colors. So in this case, they made a brand new mono blue commander. So we're going to talk about all three of the new commanders out of this deck. First with Katori, the pilot prodigy. He is a 2-4 Moonfolk pilot for one white blue. Vehicles you control have crew two. So if you notice there, he's got two power. It makes all vehicles. So he can pilot anything he wants. Yep. Automatic he's, he's by himself. Yeah. He has two power. You can pilot anything. And at the beginning of combat on your turn, target artifact creature you control. So that could be just an artifact creature or it could be a vehicle because they are artifact creatures. Um, will gain lifelink and vigilance until end of turn. So a decent, you know, if you're going to run to Azorius vehicles deck, you can't say anything wrong about that being the guy. Yeah, I think I think vehicles should have like more vehicles should have vigilance because you have to tap a creature to crew it anyway, and then yeah, it's like, you're right. It kind of feels bad. It's like I'm only tapping really one awkward. creature, especially in commander. So I think giving your vehicles vigilance, or at least one of them. It's only one of them, but like giving them more. It's only one of them. Good. Yeah, his ability only works on one. It's it's funny because it. Feels like his second ability is way more useful than his. Like the vehicles you control have two sounds really awesome. Until you look at all like all the good vehicles and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna be able to crew that anyway. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. There's not exactly. many. There's not many that have a high crew cost. And the creatures that you're playing are either they do something else when they enter the battlefield and you're playing a bunch of them, or like or they'll help crew it, <laughs> right? Like, like, like five power because I'll something help else. crew it. Um, yeah, because you don't you don't really care if you're like. I mean, Solemn, you want to die, so that's not a great example. But, like, your Wrath Caption Ship's Mage, like, you're not attacking with that thing anyway. Who's attacking with Wrath? Yeah. You're, this this creature is just a pilot. Um, yeah, so I don't... I mean, it's... And it only, it's, it's, like, kind of awkward. Vehicles are kind of an awkward thing, right? Like, as him as a commander, it doesn't say, like, he gets to pilot, like, multiple things. Yeah. Like, you're only piloting one thing with him. You still need all the other creatures. And then his ability only targets one thing. You know, it's just... I'm not saying it's bad. It's just it's just, it's just, just okay. Yeah. It's just okay. Yeah, it's like... But yeah, if there's so many good vehicles that already have crew one or two, you're just like, okay, so my commander kind of doesn't do anything. But there's some, you know, like... Parking 2 is just so good that you do it anyway. But there's some that, like, there's that one mana one that's a 7-11 and has, like, crew 8 or crew 6, I think. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's that's fine. Normally, you wouldn't even consider putting that in your deck. But now it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, but, that boat one. Yeah. The, the one mana one. The one uh, mana seven. I, I think this is all for me to saying, like, I would be more interested in building him around literal artifact creatures than vehicles. I almost would ignore the vehicles. Maybe, yeah, put in Parhelion 2 in your deck and then... Yeah, you can crew the Parhelion with just him, and that's pretty dope. Yeah. But, like, it's going to be kind of hard to cast Parhelion anyway. Or or that, maybe you do put that one mana crew six card in there, and it works really well with him. Cool. But I wouldn't build my deck around vehicles. Right, I'd yeah, build yeah. my deck around artifact creatures and You're give them gonna... lifelink and vigilance, which is yeah. big. 
And you're going to have some vehicles anyway, because like, you know, Sky Sovereign, Flagship, that's just a good card yeah. to put in your deck. And then and in that case, I mean, it's not going to be a great deck, right? Because then you're building literal a deck around the fact that like, yeah, on combat on my turn, maybe I'll have a guy that attacks with yeah. Lifelink Vigilance. <laughs> that's yeah. like, oh, all right, the more and more I talk about it, it doesn't sound very good. Yeah, it's not. Or, or very appealing. Like, considering the hierarchy of, like, powerful things, it's like, okay, it only works in combat, because you're only crewing things in combat, and you're only giving this thing in life, like, in vigilance until I'm turned in combat, and you're only doing it to one creature, it's like, I think, if it, if this gave all your artifact creatures life, like, in vigilance, that wouldn't That'd even be, awesome. be that busted. Yeah, that would be <laughs> awesome, though. That'd be, yeah, it really, it really you're right, though, it wouldn't yeah. be that busted. There's cards that... That just say, enchantment. All your creatures can double strike yeah. life. Like, it's like, okay, why can't this do that? Yeah. It's just for your artifact creatures. Right. They already gave it the tagline, yeah. like, oh, it only works on this stuff. Even it said like even if it said like your non-token artifact creatures, yeah, if they had something to go a little like further. Yeah, if they had to go a little further just to make sure it wasn't like completely gotcha. busted. Just like, yeah, all your non-token artifact creatures, all of them though. Get it? Yeah. Yeah, why not? So yeah, maybe he's just like in the 99 of a Nazorius vehicles. Deck. Right, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the other guy of this deck, though, uh, seems super sweet. So this is the... Sh- yeah, I was what? shocked this wasn't the main one. I was like... Yeah, so true, guy? too, because it, wouldn't it be way cooler? Because they allowed this to be a commander. So this is a vehicle. Uh, two Shorakai, the Genesis engine, two white-blue, an 8-8 legendary vehicle with crew 8... So clearly works really well with Katori because yeah. Katori can crew him. Uh, and then he has an, the vehicle has the ability. And remember, vehicles, they're not creatures, but this it says at the bottom it can be your commander. They don't have summoning sickness. So it has this one and tap, draw two cards, then discard a card, and create a 1-1 colorless pilot creature token with this creature crews a vehicle as though its power were two or greater. Two, were two greater. So, in other words, it powers as if I had three power right away. Yeah. So, you need, what, three pilots to be able to crew it. Yeah. Three activations of this. But this is way more powerful. Yeah. And I, I kind of get it because some some uh, nerd at Watsy who loves, like, how the lore should work, it's like, doesn't make sense because obviously this is the mech and the pilot is the person it's who crews the mech. Right. And they're like, well, it doesn't make any sense for the, the, the mech the, part the to, mech be the, to be the, the, the commander. Main. It has to be. It kind of does. Yeah. Because that's the thing that, that's good. <laughs> no, there's like, what movie about mechs are you super excited about? The, the non-human pilot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you want Pacific Rim, do you want to see Pacific the guy Rim. Fist fight, or do you want to see him fight giant monsters? Pacific Rim <laughs> would have been objectively better if they cut out every part that wasn't a mech fighting <laughs> a giant monster. <laughs> would, and I am very confident saying that. But yeah, isn't it? This card is like if you have no intention of crewing it, it's still like a. It's awesome. Good it's still just a good artifact to be sitting. It's an artifact that says pay one, draw two, discard one. That's and create a one one. And create a creature that can block and stuff. Yeah, holy crap! That's so strong. And just having a commander that doesn't get affected by board wipes is so nice. Is awesome, right? Yeah, you you maybe have to cast this thing twice in a game, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> that's because, like that's being generous. Because <laughs> someone will vandal blast. You'll be like, ah, yeah. whoops, I forgot this is this is an artifact. But like, yeah, it create you can instant speed create something to block with. 
You drew two two. cards. (laughs) You discarded another one. (laughs) Discarding is oftentimes not that bad. Right. Yeah. You can play that to your advantage. Flashback cards. And then later in the game, it's like, oh, hey, someone just, or you wiped the board or something. And it's like, hey, I have this artifact. I have this thing that automatically crew, like there's that land that crews a vehicle. Yep. And it's like, okay, I'm just going to hit you for eight. And now in three turns, you're dead because this is also my commander. Yep. So this is going to be a commander for years to come. And oddly enough, it's still good in the 99 too. So like, yeah, yeah. Just go ahead and play it. Like who cares? It's just a generally good value engine. It's a little awkward with its colors to just chuck it in a 99 somewhere. Like I I can't think of many places that'd be like, yeah, I need that. (laughs) Do I? (laughs) I I would almost think like you'd only put it in the 99 if you were doing like a Brea vehicle deck. And then you're just like, all right, yeah. At least you just Maybe if you had, there was that one set that had the strategy of like, whenever you draw two cards in a turn, it does like a lot of things oh, yeah. trigger. that could, And and this literally that's does been, it that's for, for one, yeah. one attack. Yeah. So if that ever comes back up or anything, and that, and that generally that theme is in blue at least. So you know it's going to share uh, a color with it. So if it's like a Jess guy, I need to draw two cards in a turn deck. There's your guy right there. Bang, right. bang. He's a... Uh, He's the man yeah. for the job. And oh, I love that it just makes you a creature every time, too. That is the best part. That is yeah. so good. Yeah, because it's just... How many times has it been like, oh, I have this awesome enchantment that's like, oh, pay three mana, draw a card, or whatever, and you gain right. three that's life. It's like, well, I'm going to die anyway. Yeah, yeah, but that's all it ever freaking does. You're like, man, I have no other way to make this go to my benefit. This thing creates the one once for then making an attack with an 8-8. Eight, eight. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. That's so cool. All right, so Shurikai, we're big fans of. Lastly, we have the mono blue, Katsumasa, the animator. A two blue blue moonfolk artificer, 3-3 three, three flyer. For two and a blue, until end of turn, target non-creature artifact you control becomes an artifact creature and gains flying. If it's not a vehicle, though, it also has base power and toughness 1-1. One, one. So three mana crew vehicle. Three mana crew a vehicle and and gives it flying, or if it's not, it'll just at least become a one one with flying. And then at the beginning of your upkeep, you get to put a one one counter on each of up to three target non creature artifacts. So if you get enough of those triggers, those non creature artifacts that you crew for the three mana can mm-hmm. be a one one with one one counters, and they all are flying. Yeah, cool card. I can see. Be a really like a, cool commander, but yeah. I don't. I don't think it'll be very good. No, it, it's, it, it's it's difficult like a, to like crew all your flyers, and then they end up dying, and then you're losing all your artifacts, and it's like, man, I'm just kind of losing my resources now. Yeah, and t- two in a blue is a lot of mana for that ability. That's that's a ton. Yeah. You can animate like one thing a turn, maybe two in blue, especially. There's so many good like blue instant spells. You're like, okay, I'm gonna I can crew or activate this ability twice, but then I won't be able to do my my draw card slash counter spell play. He also or, seems hard to include the 99 too, to be honest. Like upkeep triggers are just not great, and that yeah. ability doesn't seem effective enough to be something I need. I think in vehicle decks it's good. Just in vehicle able to decks, crew for not having creatures like. And it buffs your artifacts every turn, at least in that, in that, or your vehicles rather. In in those cases, yeah, basically for vehicles. So it's just it's slightly awkward, slightly awkward. awkward. I I could totally, I'd be excited if 
this mono blue commander was played obviously man like ooh okay you're going to do I'd be very stuff. excited yeah I'd be, like, I'd, be oh. I'd be very interested to see where they go with Katsu uh Katsumasa it's it seems cool I just think it'd be overall not something awesome. Not super powerful, yeah. Now we're going to get into the new cards they printed in this deck, starting with creatures, and then we'll go, you know, sorceries, instance, artifacts from there. They're, they're, they did not print any new lands for, for this set. Yeah, the lands in both decks are okay. impressive. Yeah, they're, they're, the, o- they're okay. The Gruel one was a little bit better, but yeah, the, the Azorius one, I guess a lot of... Not even in this deck. I was going to say, like, oh, a lot of them are colorless, but not really. I like that they included the Spire of Industry. It's That's a really yeah. good land. Uh, besides that, I, just, I can't t- care about anything else. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like the Prairie Stream a lot. Prairie Stream's a great land. Prairie that's a good, I like that cycle a lot. Um, that's the cycle of uh, if you control two basics... Two or more basics, it untap. It's it's a yeah. dual land, and, they and have it the, has the and it has basic the basic lands. Land. Yeah, basic it, land that's types. very important. It has the basic lands. All right, going on to the creatures. The first of one is one that's super sweet. This is the Drum Bellower, two and a white for a two-one spirit with flying. Untap all creatures you control during each other player's untap step, which is so much cooler and more interesting than vigilance. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> it's so that's much true. cooler. There. Yeah, this this card, yeah, it, at first... It sounds like Vigilance, right? It sounds like, oh, all my creatures have Vigilance, right? Yeah. Nothing's going to matter. They all untap. But. 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 <laughs> but, but, but. But, it's so, it, there's gonna there's so many random, like, oh, tap, draw a card, tap, do this, or your commander that says, tap, draw two cards, discard a card. Right. That, when you untap it, everybody's like, oh, oh, this Drumbrello has got to go. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> works super oh, well with no. mana creatures like the the elves yep. and the and all of those kind of cards that can tap for mana. Yeah, it's anything that doesn't attack is just <laughs> this card is awesome with. Yeah. Interestingly enough, I don't think it's that good with our vehicles. <laughs> no, it's not because it's <laughs> it's like, yeah, because it's the vehicles on their top cat untap step. Yeah, it untaps your guys that crewed them. But as we've mentioned, the creatures aren't the important part. Yeah. Like, you're not trying to attack slash block with these creatures. That's why you're crewing vehicles. Yeah, you need the creatures <laughs> to crew. <laughs> so it's so funny that, like, I see why they invented this card for a vehicle deck. But I would, like, take it out if you're going for vehicles. <laughs> yeah, because the play pattern is like, okay, crew by vehicle, attack you. Great. Drum bell on uh, your turn. Untap all my creatures. Okay. I get attacked. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> well, I need these. I, I don't want to block with these creatures. Yeah. I need them to crew, so I get, it doesn't really matter. It's so yeah. I just thought I still love this card though. Yeah, this card is. It's one of those cards that if you're playing a vehicle deck, you'll immediately take out, put in your binder, and go. I'm going to use that card somewhere else. And that is exactly what I did, sir. I like I I bought this deck. Uh, spoiler alert. I guess I don't know if it is. I, it's not really. Oh. What? You didn't even warn me, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because right, at the end of this, right, we have to tell the, like the people, like, should you buy this? I don't know. Like, yeah. is it worth it? I bought this because I made a vehicle commander, my Okiba deck. This deck has all of them. It has every vehicle you need for your vehicle deck, plus more stuff. That's awesome stuff. Stuff that's very much needed. And uh, yeah, I was excited to have Drell and Bellower. It's not in that deck because it 
doesn't do anything for that deck. Yeah. Literally at all. Um, and I'm, I don't care about untapping Okiva. He can't do anything. He's like, the vehicle's already gone. <laughs> right. I love that this effect is in white because usually this is a green ability. Green effect. I I agree with you. I'm so glad it's in white. Absolutely. And it's like, ah, yes. Because Vigilance is kind of like a white ability. So it's like, all right, cool. Let's just do more cool right. stuff for white. Yeah. Kind of it's, it's this like, is a, a super unique. I kind of hope they print a little bit more of this effect, to be honest. I love it on this 2-1 flying body, though, because 2-1 yep. flyer is actually pretty tough to block. You can just find chip damage in, and he untaps, so like who cares? Yeah. You're, you're also you're not gonna block with him. You want him? He, he's like, what? What is the? What's the two two seedborn muse? He's like seedborn the seedborn, muse, yeah. yeah, a little bit seedborn muse esque. Where you're like, I'm not blocking with my. I'm seed. not getting rid of this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Even the seedborn muse isn't like a two four. It's like actually a decent blocker sometimes. Yeah, and it, it untaps all your permanents. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's what's nuts about it. a card that might need to be banned, just like the prophet of Crufix was. Hmm. So I think that was the stronger part of Prophet of Crufix. It wasn't necessarily the creatures that flash. It was the untapping. Of yeah, it's, it's the fact that you could tap out for, like, your big enchantment. Like, mm -hmm. like um, Yeah, and then have and flash. And then untap, and then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, my turn is all the turns. <laughs> I get four extra turns. <laughs> Alright, the next one down. This guy is so cool! Iron Soul Enforcer. Four and a white for a 4-4 four, four artifact creature, human samurai. No idea how he's an artifact creature, but yeah, he they're is. Just, they're just like, uh, I love that they tacked that on, though. It's like, that's what the, that's the stupid kind of crap they could pull for this, like, commander product, right? Like, there's there's no lore that needs to... Who cares he's an artifact creature? He's, whatever. Doesn't matter. It fits with and, nothing. And Well, especially in the Neon Dynasty, like, theme, it's, he's a cyborg. That, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, especially here. Uh, and his ability is that whenever Iron Soul Enforcer or a commander you control attacks alone, you return target artifact card from your graveyard to the battlefield. This Such a powerful yeah. effect. Such a powerful effect. And so easy to trigger. Oh, yeah. So easy to trigger. I mean, he comes down as long as you had your commander there before. Attack with your commander. Bam! You get the effect. Any artifact card from your graveyard. Bam! Right in the back. Love this card. So cool. Yeah, and if you don't want to attack with your commander, I mean, yeah, you, you have to guy. wait a whole time, but it's it's still like, all right, yeah. Yeah, then attack with this guy, and uh, maybe your commander is an artifact creature. Attack with this guy, you, your commander comes back from the graveyard for free. Yeah. It, there's just so many really freaking cool things you could do with this guy. He's just instant value. I like him a lot. I think it's going to be really strong for a lot of really cool strategies. Yeah, and again, in white. Of, these are cool white cards now. There's, there's like kind cool of a, a Azorius like reanimator deck kind of. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A lot of them are going to be artifacts. I'm glad that they're pushing that the the white reanimating. Mm -hmm. It's kind of it's kind of cool. Next one down plays into a, a new strategy. The Cyber Drive Awakener. This is five and a blue for an artifact creature construct four four with flying. And other artifact creatures you control have flying. And when he enters the battlefield, each non-creature artifact you control becomes an artifact creature with base power and toughness 4-4. Four, four. So it's the creature version of Rise and Shine, which was the card out of uh, Modern Horizons 2 you yeah. had mentioned. So now there's like a whole strategy around just like a blue strategy where you just create massive amount of tokens, which is very easy to do in Commander. Very easy to do. And then animate them all into giant 4-4s four and beat someone's face. 
Yeah, it, it's kind of interesting because like treasures have become so ubiquitous now, and now for every for every color, for right? Every like color. it's yeah, it's like yeah. every color has the pop like easily. I think red may be the best at it by a little bit, but yeah, it's Pro- like, probably just the best at it. But then yeah, every other color is just like yeah, I can make treasures, all right, treasures. or like, <laughs> has, like clues and food and stuff, and, and treasures. Like, yeah, they make all three. Yeah, and and now those things are the wind condition. Like, usually you have to be like, <laughs> oh, whatever, artifact enters the battlefield, do something, or sacrifice an artifact to do something. But now yep. it's like... Now you can I, just leave them sit? Now, now oh. it's it's kind of like Crater Hoof, where, especially because they have flying instead of trample, flying's better, but it's like, oh, yeah. you have 10 flying's artifacts, or 10 treasures out. It's like, well, you might are die. Are you interested <laughs> in putting this guy in your, in your tokens oh, oh, deck? Oh, yeah, yeah. This yeah. Is, okay. This, this is. Uh, I figured. I mean, yeah. It's just there's. They just made enough of these now where it's a really easy win con to reach. Yeah. It's just a between six this mana. rise and shine and yeah. I mean, it's it's super easy to win now. They they just they made that archetype out of thin air, and this just plays right into that. Right. Um. The next one down. This is a, a funny story on this one. We'll read it first. Five and a blue. The Kappa Cannoneer. A artifact creature turtle warrior 4-4 with improvise, so that's you can tap an artifact to help cast it. So uh, it has, down to, it's a five and a blue, so it can go all the way down to just blue. One mana. Uh, it's got ward four on it, so very difficult to target. Almost hexproof, but I love that it's ward four rather. Yeah, so it's so much more interesting. It. And it has whenever an artifact enters the battlefield under your control. You put a 1-1 one, one counter. Now, it's funny because when I first read this guy, I read it like it gets plus one, plus one for the turn. I did not realize it was a counter. Right. <laughs> Things like, just gets oh. bigger. Yeah. It's a four, I, four too. <laughs> and I still thought it was insane. So uh, it's put a 1-1 one, one counter on Kappa Cannoneer, and it can't be blocked uh, until yeah. the end of turn. Uh but you can just trigger it it's the next whatever, yeah, you just... It's basically unblockable. It's an unblockable, and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's hard to target, and it can come down for one mana. Now, yeah. this card, like, instantly broke Legacy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was, like, yeah. the card that out of the set, they printed it, and, like, everyone went, oh, no, and it was, like, $20, <laughs> and instantly raised the price of the deck. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Which was hilarious. Because they they were pretty good about, or good or bad, or however you want to see it, about, like, there's really no like super busted cards that are like super expensive like the like thought not seer or something and then this one's like oh this is kind of like that (laughs) (laughs) and it's honestly legacy aside and all those constructed crap aside commander wise this card's insane it's still really good the card's so good an unblockable guy that just gets bigger and bigger and bigger yeah yeah guy's insane Yeah, I think it's it, such a good card. I did not realize. I thought it was good, like a really good card when it just got plus one for the turn and unblockable. I was like, wow, you'll be able to swing for like 10 damage in a turn. Now you'll be able to swing for 10 damage, then 20 damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's not Both hard unblockable. to put, like, If you could put five artifacts on the battlefield twice, it's just like, oh. Which, okay, as we were mentioning, mass, mass, token, mass treasure tokens right, is yeah. so stupidly easy to do. Those cards that are just like, I mean, imagine smothering tithe and play with this thing, and oh. you're just you, you're you're just gonna cry. Disgusting. <laughs> you're just Disgusting. gonna cry, and then you and then you do a uh, a wheel effect. 
Yeah, windfall. And, and now this thing is a 30-30 unblockable, yeah, and just, just cry it. yourself to sleep. <laughs> so, ward 4, so it's like... Ward 4, so it's difficult to target. Luckily, you can kill it or wipe the board. I know it doesn't have, like, crazy evasion, but... Yeah. Just look out for this thing. It's it's another. These, there's a lot, we got over a lot of win cons right now. Like they're just a lot of cons. I I like this win con though because it actually kills you. Uh, so both yeah, both the last two do. Yeah. Um. All right. So the research thief is the next one. A four and a blue for an artifact creature, Moonfolk Wizard, three three with flash and flying, and whenever an artifact creature you control deals combat damage to a player, you draw a card. Just a good card. Uh, it yep. does, if you notice too, it still does not have that one or more text on it. So it is yeah. for each artifact creature that deals damage to a player. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. not like busted because it ha- you know has to do combat damage. Right. So it's just another one of those effects. There's a lot of them. I really like, cool. It, that's got flash. Yeah, the flash part I think is big. There, really cool. Lots of times when it's like, okay, I'm going to attack you with my five thopters, and right. then you're just like. Alright, whatever. <laughs> it's like, right. it doesn't do anything. Then I go, five mana, draw five. That's kind of what it's going to be like. And then it's like, okay, well now I'm going to block your... Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Well, crap, that. if I knew that, I'll block them, yeah. yeah. But they didn't know that. So, I like that part. Five mana is a lot of mana, though, to be honest. Yeah, I think if it's like... I think if you can get, like, a five mana, draw five, that's pretty good. That would be insane, but I don't think you're going to get that. I, I I would think maybe... Well, yeah. maybe you draw five with this card over the course of two to three turns. Which yeah, I, might be good enough. But. I, I don't know. I, I all the time it's just like if I'm have, if I'm an artifact creature like token deck, I'm just like okay, I attack you with my yeah, eight you're gonna like, oh, attack like two anyway. of them. That's cool. Boom. But yeah, I don't think this is just go in literally every artifact deck. Yeah, it'd be tough. It, it, this would be one of those cards that's like in the 105, 106 that I like. Yeah, you're just like trimming mm. down because I'm like oh, five mana. Damn, I can't really. I just can't run them. Because sometimes you just won't. I mean, this has flying. So yeah, <laughs> so like you'll get like two or three cards, but like drawing one extra card a turn is almost like almost not good enough. <laughs> like if this just said at the beginning of your upkeep, draw a card, it'd be like, well, okay. Especially when you like say that like the weight, it's by the way that you have to do that. If it's a card that says upkeep, draw an extra card, that's so good because it's just it's just gonna like I'm gonna have an upkeep. But because this guy's saying, like, no, to make that happen, you gotta, like, you gotta put in the work, man. You gotta, like, yeah. somehow manage to hit someone. You might lose some of your artifact creatures trying to do this. Yeah. Like, you lose half your board. Try, trying to get that one card is, like, could be really painful. So. And something like this out with, like, four or five artifacts. Someone who may have been sandbagging a board wipe is like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wipe the. Board yeah, now, yeah, and that just hurts worse. It's like, oh man, now I yeah. also lost my five mana guy that could try and get me back in this game. Yeah. So definitely try to try to use this like an instant speed spell. Absolutely. Yeah, I think the fla- oh, 100% the the flash is like the most integral yeah. part of like okay, that makes it playable. Um there's one I just totally skipped over. I, I'll just talk about them real quick cuz they, they made the Aeronaut Admiral. It's just a 3 Sorry, and a white. Can't talk about. With, it. Yeah. We skipped it. We it <laughs> all it says is vehicles have flying. Whatever. I don't know why yeah. that's even useful. Um, Organic Extinctions, the next one, is an eight white white. This is the board wipe of their, their new set. Eight white white yeah. sorcery. Destroy all non-artifact creatures. Uh, and it has improvised. So you can tap all your artifacts. Sadly enough, other than the fact that, again, like we mentioned, I feel like what you need to do with this card is it needs to be put in a deck that makes all those treasures. 
Because otherwise, this is just absurdly too expensive. Because for the most part, the improvise does not matter. <laughs> because it's like your mana rocks or mana rocks. They're already tapping for mana. They're right. not helping you cast this thing. I've just found that like I've play tested this a couple times and just been like, God, is this hard to cast? It's just never that useful to me. How well, how like, cheap do you think you have to make it before you're just like, is it like six mana? Because it is basically a one. No, I uh, only if you have artifacts. The sad part is like even in this deck, you look at it and you're like, I I'm not just. Not all my crap's artifact creatures, right? It's not a one-sided board. I'm losing a lot of my pretty important things. I'm lo- I mean, in this deck, you're losing your commander. Uh, let's say, for instance, you know, you're running the Genesis Engine. You're still losing all your tokens that you're producing out of it. It's just like, it kills a lot of your own stuff, actually. I, I, uh, I don't like this board wipe. I, I think I'm going to disagree. I think it's... I think it's... I think it's going to end up being like a one-sided board wipe. I think if you make it a one-sided board, it's fine, but I think you're also still overpaying for that effect. Yeah, that's the big thing. It's like you said, a lot, most of your artifacts, they're either mana rocks that are attacked for mana, and what you really want to do is wipe the board, then attack. <laughs> so it's and, like, you, and right, and, you and if you use your, your artifact creatures to tap it, right, you didn't then it's do like, that. You kinda, I, I think this one's severely underpowered. I don't like, like this a, one at all. acts like a board wipe. Uh, because you have to tap everything down. They've um, printed so many board wipes nowadays that, like, I, I just, honestly, unless I'm running the artifact creature deck, there's no way I'm ever running this card at all. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I I think, like, I don't know. I, I think... Can you the, imagine if the it idea, didn't, like, one-sided board wipe, too? Like, what if they were running artifact creatures? That would fucking that, suck, man. Right, and then sometimes, <laughs> yeah, that sometimes it's a downside because their their artifact creatures are better than yours. <laughs> artifact uh, creatures are a t- It's not like, I don't think there's, like, a deck in Commander that doesn't run artifact creatures anymore because there's a lot of them. Yeah, but, like, uh, oh, no, their Silvermere survives. Like, whatever. Um but I, I think, like, if you can get this reduced to... If it is a one-sided board wipe, basically, and you can get it reduced it to four, I think it's like, okay, that could that could save save you a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think getting it down to just two mana is I don't even know if the one-sided board wipe's that worth it at that point. Again, as far as one-sided board wipes go, this is a bad one because it most likely ends up in your stuff being tapped, which just wastes your turn anyway. Yeah, I, might as well I, kill everything. Might as well make sure everything's dead for four man. <laughs> and there's a lot of ways to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I there's a it, lot of ways to do that for two mana now. <laughs> yeah, board wipes are just getting more, uh, more uh, useful. Like I would, like, I would run Vanquish the Horde. I think ninety nine point nine percent of the time over this card. I think even in an artifact creature deck, I'd run that honestly. Yeah, I just I don't think, feel the need to to save my one guy that one time and spend. Well, in an artifact mana. creature deck, you're saving like everything. maybe, uh, but I still feel like I'm overpaying for it. I don't think I'll be able to pay two mana for it, even in an I, artifact creature deck. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I don't think I don't think you should expect to pay two mana for, it, even though that's the that's the thing because it's just like oh, right. just get rid of it. Well, well, meanwhile, like I can guarantee you, I just paid two for Vanquish the Horde. Right, I gar- I can guarantee. Right. 
There's no way. That's the. That's like the. It's six white white destroy all creatures, but it costs one less for each creature that's there. So it's like right. (laughs) Six creatures. Yeah, there's Vanquish Horde is like the best. (laughs) I I know it's really good. It's just like you're not playing. I don't run. I don't run. I don't run eight board wipes. I run like two. I think you should run more than two, but uh, but maybe you should. I only run two. You're already already running Vanquish the Horde in this situation. Like you're not being like which one because this Vanquish the Horde is two mana to destroy. Yeah, I'm just running that. Um, But like in an artifact creature deck, you're running Vanquish the Horde and another one. Well, then I imagine you might like this next one because I also think this next one sucks ass too. The Universal Surveillance is X blue 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 for improvised draw X cards. I just think it's literally the same thing to me. I'm like, the way I tap mana is my mana's artifact. Like, the improvise does not help me. I think it'll get you, like, an extra, like, two cards. It just doesn't Eh. sound good to me. (laughs) I don't want to tap out to, like... I mean, to be honest, though, I... My commander does this by itself. Like, he he literally is blue, 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 X, draw that many cards, is what my commander says. So, like, I don't need to run Oh, your specific commander. Yeah, Gadwick does this as a commander. It, uh, it enough. There's a there's enough other cards that say like X blue draw cards. There are <laughs> yeah. Like, this this is an expensive. Yeah. This is an expensive effect for that because the 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 way your brain goes to be like oh I could draw like five cards with this but like a lot of times you only have six mana and you need to draw a specific answer and so like you're only going to be able to draw like what would two help cards. this card a lot is if it were instant. Yeah, I think if this was an instant, that'd be, be that'd be uh, then they're right. Then I might talk about it, but right now I'm just like cut this card. <laughs> this card is balls. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather play a three mana draw two than this, to be honest. Yeah, it's just like also this is a five mana draw two or you know three mana tap two artifacts. Yeah, and, somehow, and the, but the, my, again, artifacts are usually mana rocks. The difference is well, yeah, I, I I think I disagree in like artifact style decks because you just have other stuff going on. Um, there'll be just like an artifact that just sits on the board, like your uh, like the uh, Immortal Sun or something. It's just like mm-hmm. yeah, okay, that's just in there. Um, but the difference between Universal Surveillance and Organic Extinction for me is like like Organic Extinction at least is going to kill their creatures, so that I'm not going <laughs> to get attacked back. So if I do need to tap all my creatures down, it's fine. This one is like. Okay. Right, it's wor- it's worthy to spend your turn wiping the board and saving your life. Then, yeah. like, oh, maybe you draw a few cards, like an extra <laughs> three <what>? cards. Which, <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, it's not like it draw you that drew the cards enough to win. You probably ended up tapping out. Right, I which is if, why, which is why, as an instant, maybe that's fine. Maybe, maybe that's it, fine, it yeah. happened on another guy's turn because you're holding up your counter spell. Yeah, it's like, yeah, well, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna tap all my stuff. I right. think, I think if you're playing like a treasure deck, I think this is more interesting because the man you would have tapped for treasures that it's gone and now if you effectively doubled your treasures that's the whole thing with improvise man that's like how many treasures do you really have if you have a lot then improvise is real good <laughs> yeah if you don't improvise sucks man i think it's horrible all right uh then a couple interesting uh instance uh release to memory i actually like this one a lot we always say you should play more graveyard hate this is three and a white for an instant exile target opponent's graveyard and it rewards you for that for each creature card exiled, you make a one-one spirit token. Wish it had flying. Maybe I don't think that'd this be too This is the strong. Kamigawa thing where they just like spirits don't fly. If yeah, like it's wish they had flying. You think- <laughs> like you're literally like, oh man, I can't imagine you get more than like 
three. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. What are you getting at it? Like, yeah, in a really good scenario, you might like pull ten. So what? You have ten one one flyers. So oh well, that's <laughs> not like a game winning play yet. So I think the I think it's going to end up being a little more than that, mostly because I mean, there's two scenarios. One, the flashback yeah. spell slinger deck, you're going to get zero, <laughs> maybe, maybe one. But the reanimator, right? And deck, that and that's an important deck to uh, to, to exile. Yeah, right? exile. Since, since it's not just all, it's kind of like. But it, I think in the uh, I think it against the reanimator deck. Like you can get a lot to get like five or six or something. Yeah. 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 What's nice about this type of, it's cool that they're doing this now. You can see it more and more that they're trying to tack useful things on grave hate that in any given game, this could, you know, this is a token creator. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, I, Oh, look at his graveyard. Even if I don't care about exiling it, I can make five one ones right now by exiling that guy's graveyard. Yeah. If you're a token deck, you're like, I'm excited. Yeah, to play this like, card. oh shit! I want, yeah, I, instant that's speed, four mana, instant speed. I can make five one ones. Yeah. Holy, sign me the hell up! Right. If you're playing the token doublers, ten, you're like, yeah, yeah, damn, exactly. It, that's and then, nuts. yeah, then it's like, oh, I exile your graveyard. I get four tokens because I only exile one creature. Though this is what this is a card that I could just like. It's cu- got to be cut out of like. It's like another one of those 106, 107th card. Like they're like. Unless it works with your token strategy, you're probably not including this card. Right, is, yeah, yeah. It should be. It should be included, but it won't be. <laughs> yeah, it's the, uh, what was it? It's the the Sun Titan problem where you're just like, yeah, it's this the card, Sun Titan it's so good and it works so well. But Unless your mind. deck is all three drops, <laughs> you're not running Sun Titan. Yeah. The next one's almost exactly the same. Access denied, three blue blue for an instant counter target spell. And then you make X Thopter artifact creature tokens. With flying this time, where X is that spell's mana value. So just another one of those high-powered five-mana counter spells that hopefully change the tide of the game when you cast them. Otherwise, it hurts a lot to cast. Yeah, I, th- I think... Tough to hold up man. five mana and wait for a counter spell. Counter spells are really tough to hold up this much mana for. It feels pretty bad. Yeah. Because most likely that means you definitely did not do something on your turn, so you really need to be playing in a deck where you can utilize your mana on yeah. other people's turns. I don't really consider you this, play this if you're gonna <laughs> if you're in like an artifact token deck or something where it's like. I mean, I, it is a good token generator, though. Yeah, because you're gonna get like six. Yeah, whatever. I'd say minimum minimum. Let's say four to be like four, super yeah, conservative yeah. about it. It's like four is a very generally just powerful spell that you would yep. want to counter. Four mana, you know, people's commanders, for instance, people's right? Commanders, yeah. Com- cast their commander for four mana, and you can- actually, it's even more brutal if you counter because at that point in the game, they're probably casting it for like six or eight or something, <laughs> yeah. and you're like five mana counter it. I make four, and they're like, like oh, it's like they yeah. clearly wasted their whole turn. So make- it, it definitely makes for powerful plays. Making to making things that like art- artifacts are meant to be sacrificed. It's what. Sorry. Watson, you may have built them to do other stuff, but they're meant to be sacrificed. <laughs> and they're creatures. Or tapped so for like, improvise. Tap for improvise. See? Boom. Organic extinction. Best card. <laughs> Access denied. You are never convincing me of that. <laughs> but imagine if you countered organic extinction. Organic extinction. Make 10 one ones. <laughs> See, that's why the card's bad, because I'm playing Access denied. So. <laughs> uh, now we're moving on to some Arto facts out of this deck. Uh, they made us a bunch of vehicles, which makes sense. It's a vehicle deck, so they had to print some new vehicles for this uh, archetype. 
the aerial surveyor. So this was their... They attempt this every set now. What's going to be our white ramp random card that we make? <laughs> well, it was this. Uh, it's a two and a white for a artifact vehicle, three, four flying with crew two. When aerial surveyor attacks, if defending player controls more lands than you, you search for a basic planes, so it has to be a basic planes, and put it onto the battlefield tap. I do wish it said a planes card. Yeah, it's like... Let me, let it's me not, like... It's not busted. If it's in my Mardu card. deck, get my get you know, godless shrines. Yeah, yeah, get my Savai Triomes, get my godless shrines. Let me just have that, man. Like, I'm a Mardu deck. I can't ramp worth hell. Yeah, exactly. And, and if the, you're... And they've done this a lot. They keep printing, like, the, I think they just made that loyal hound that does yeah. the same thing. He, like... Basically, and, yeah. And it hurts that they... Also, I don't like that they put him into play tapped. Because of the fact that it literally states on the card, guess what? That player's doing better than you right now. <laughs> it's it's it, like, it feels so bad. Like, okay, why can't I have, like, that one mana that it gave me then? Right. It, because it, the I, whole idea, I think, is to be, like, basically, it's like, oh, we don't want the green player to ramp even more. It's like, no, they're not. They're the green player. <laughs> they're, they, don't have, they, don't, they do not have the least amount of lands out right now. So they wouldn't be able to do it anyway. But, yeah. Because if you if you think about it this way, like a cultivate, and I'm not saying like we have to make cultivate for white, but if you think about it, a cultivate puts in the card right away tapped, and then the next one is in your hand preloaded. That's going to enter untapped. Mm-hmm. So there, I don't know. It feels like they're they're a land ahead, while this one feels like you're still a land behind, even though you got it in play. It still feels like you're a land behind. And there's the other thing where the idea of this. Seems good because it's like, hey, the mono white player gets to ramp and you're attacking the person who's ahead. Like, that's the two things that you right, want. Because but, you're attacking the guy that has the more lands. Right. right. But, like, you play this on turn three, then on turn four, the person that's ahead plays their 5 5 flyer. Now you can't attack. <laughs> <laughs> or you can and just get one and land. You get a single land for your. Th- yeah. Three mana, vehicle. wait a turn. Tap another creature to crew it. Attack. Oh, man. Like, yeah, and that land that you got entered tapped. <laughs> yeah, I, if it's Oof. early, I don't know brutal. if that matters. But. Brutal, brutal, brutal. I, I'm interested to see if this moves the needle in any given way. I don't think it will. I, I think uh, as of no. now, my favorite effect is still like, I don't know, the, the, the two-mana Warhound is, is fine. The 3-1 Vigilance Warhound is fine. It, it was an okay. The 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 two-mana White of the Night... Uh, Knight of the White Orchid might still be the best. Yeah, it should be enter the battlefield and two man and everything. Yeah, it's kind. Of, what kind of funny thing? It's like you talked about Mardu, and if enough of these effects get printed, and enough of the ones that are good get printed, it's almost like Mono White will be better than like Boros or or. It feels or it. Mardu it feels it. Right, like right. Especially right if they if they have the same templating, right? Yeah. Where it's like I get White Lands. You're like. Well, I need to ramp, and I'm in Mardu, and I can only get planes. <laughs> this yeah. is horrible. It's weird <laughs> that cards exist that, or like in this specific situation, like these cards exist, and they're like, let's remove colors <laughs> by ramping. Like ramping is like, oh, well, now I, I can add green, and then it opens up everything. I, I get what they were going for, right? Because, they're yeah, they're trying to help out Mono White. Yeah. But I still just don't even think that this moves the needle again it was now, was my was my i think it's fine what about just the the crew two three four flyer vehicle 
Nah, that's terrible. That's a horrible vehicle. <laughs> that's, like, that's just generally a bad vehicle. <laughs> There's three mana for a 4-3 flyer with crew one in blue. That yeah, that copies a creature's effect. Strong. Yeah, like, I don't know, just comparing the Mind Link mech to this card, I'm like, good lord, I take the Mind Link mech uh, like, all the time over this thing. Holy crap. Just make it a creature that ramps you. I don't know. <laughs> it's right. pretty easy. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we'll move on to the other one, which I think is a lot more exciting. And of course, it's in blue! <laughs> the Imposter Mech. This card is so cool. So sweet. One in a blue for Artifact Vehicle 3-1 with Crew 3. You may have Imposter Mech enter the battlefield as a copy of a creature an opponent controls. It doesn't target it. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, pretty sweet. It just comes in as a copy of a creature an opponent controls, except it's a vehicle. With crew three and loses all the all other card types, which is actually insane if you think about it, because it could become a creature and not have to be a cre- like it could take the effect of Seedborn Muse, but it's an artifact. Yeah, and it's like pseudo protected from board wipes and everything. So yeah, good. This and you did that for two mana. You can have that Seedborn Muse. Yeah, an artifact. It's most of the time. Awesome. Most of the time, that's what you care about. Like yeah. consecrated yeah. sphinx, two mana. Now I have a consecrated two mana. Now I have consecrated sphinx, and it's an artifact. So if you want to wipe the board, that kills their consecrated sphinx, and not mine. Not mine. Yeah. This card's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. And crew this three is going to lead to like some cool that, plays. That crazy. Yeah, if you need to crew three is I mean, where the needle starts going and over into like you might have to adapt <laughs> two things, but you know. It's yeah. also it's kind of funny. Like, why is it a three one? Because it just loses that. It just becomes a copy. <laughs> I guess they had to put a power and toughness on it. So they yeah, just I, th- I think it's just so, like, you don't get... If it ever loses it. its ability, yeah, at least it's a 3-1. Or if there's no creatures out, you can still play it as a vehicle. As a 3 that vehicle. Three. I don't know why you ever would, but... Yeah. I don't know. All right, whatever. No, All right. And then possibly, and this is another uh, hype card out of the set, also the second or maybe first most expensive card out of uh, the deck is Swift Reconfiguration. One white mana for an enchantment aura with flash. You enchant a creature or a vehicle, an enchanted permanent, and then it goes on to say impermanent, I guess, because you have to (laughs) include both of those types. Yeah, Uh, Is a vehicle artifact with crew five and loses all other card types. So you just like make something into a robot and you're like ha you cease to be a creature you're now yeah. a vehicle uh at first glance this seems like oh it's supposed to be a removal spell but honestly it's like more a protection spell <laughs> you can use it both ways yeah yeah you i can. see this more powerful as a protection spell if you just really want your commander's effect you don't care that your commander's a creature yeah well, why not make it an artifact and yeah. its ability still in play? There's tons of uh, there's tons of commanders here. Those like if this was an enchantment, I'd be more It'd be excited. So right. Uh, but yeah, but it also yeah, it can be used just like someone's attacking you with Blightsteel Colossus. Bam! Nah, it's a vehicle. Now, it, because it just does work in combat. If it doesn't become a creature in the middle, or if it loses its creature creature type in the middle yeah. of combat, then you it know, it leaves combat. Right. I don't think you can even recruit it. In time. I don't think that works. It's like eliminated from combat, I believe. Yeah, that's an interesting. I think it does because it loses. It, yeah, it got knocked out of combat and yeah, de- you need attacks have already been already declared. Been declared. That makes so you wouldn't be yeah. able to re declare attacking. No. Right. You can you can recruit it, but it won't be attacked. But it'll be af. Yeah, it won't be attacked. Right. You, you can, yeah, it turned into a vehicle. It lost its creature type. 
you can recreature it up, but it it won't matter. It won't matter. Yeah. I guess like same thing would work for yeah exactly same thing. Think about the devotion gods. If you yep. if someone knocked out your devotion while it was attacking and it unbeca- it became an enchantment, but then you flashed in an enchantment to make it a creature again, it's not attacking anymore. Right, which is it's kind totally of funny. What do you think about it? Because it's like, oh no, we just we just lost we we lost one guy <laughs> prayed to you for a second. God's like, no, <laughs> no, I'm totally That's I'm on you, man. buddy. I don't <laughs> believe. Nah, man. <laughs> You I'm had out. the stuff, and then and then you lost it. So I'm not into right. this anymore. Yeah. So it works the same exactly. So like. this card's so sweet. It's pretty sweet. It's it's gonna it's gonna make some uh, good plays for sure. I like this card a lot. Yeah. Good and, white and, removal. And like a kind kind of I know we're joking about organic extinction, but like you're never gonna play this over Swords to Plowshares. But it's like if you're playing an enchantment or aura deck and things trigger off of enchantments entering, you're just like oh. Awesome! It's a this, Swords I, to Plowshares. This going to see a lot of play. It just it does a lot. It holds a lot of weight. It's it's a combo card. It's a protection spell. It's a removal spell. It just it does a lot for one mana. It's a, it's an enchantment themed aura thing. It, it's got a lot going on, and it's it's sweet. Would you really play this just it, if it, you don't have any like other synergies with it? You're just playing it as like removal slash no. enchantment. Thing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I would play it with. It, but I named how many synergies. There's a lot of synergies, and uh, any of them, and I'd say, yeah, you're good to go oh, yeah. with this card. Yeah. But, yeah, like you meant, I think i just I'd, setting expectations. Yeah, I'd, I'd play Swords over this in just any given deck. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, again, that's like one of those things that's just like, yeah, yes. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah play, if you just gave me both cards and you told me, play this in a deck, I'd, I'd play like the you, Swords. You'd play the, du- the actual Duel Lands over Shock Lands, but it's like, well, you play both if you have both. Which is which is why I think I'm more excited about this as a protection spell because because nothing does that nothing nothing does this to say like I make my creature an artifact vehicle now and uh, what's everyone else gonna do like oh, oh all right shit <laughs> whatever I get yeah cool and now you have this like enchantment guy that doesn't die so this deck- and if you had to you can crew it you know it's like one of those uh, ward abilities right you're like if I had to I can make can it a creature it, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, so I'm way more excited has, about like, it like that. Three swords to plowshares. It's dispatch, actual swords to plowshares. <laughs> and then this card. <laughs> which is good. Yeah. Uh overall, what do you think of this deck? I think it's fine. Like I I, I think as precons go, I a lot of precons you can just show up at a table and you'll do fine. I actually don't think so in this with this deck, mostly mm-hmm. because of the vehicle stuff, where it's like the rest of your deck needs to operate so well with vehicles in order for it to work and i don't know if out of the box pre-con you're going to be able to keep up um mostly i think you'll be fine yeah i don't i don't think you're going to be the the player that everyone's afraid of (laughs) yeah i think i think you're most likely to win the game by a couple of people getting knocked out and then you end up having some uh pretty sweet mechs in the end and just and just kind of knock someone out yeah yeah, I don't, I don't, you're not, you know, you don't snowball in this deck. You don't run people over. You don't play anything, any big blowout cards. You just kind of, you just really kind of no, grind. There's like no real, I mean, there's a couple. Engines, you just, you have, you have all the answers engines. in here. You, that, what's nice about this as a precon is it has the answers to everything. You do have like all the best removal spells. Right. Exactly. Like, so it's like, yeah, in white, shares, blue, you have all, shift, you have Crust Pins. Contraband, which is one of my favorite cards in command yeah. ever. You have, that's what I mean. You have answers to everything. Yeah. So you won't be without an answer. 
a lot of times you might win with just your like mirage mirror imposter mechs, right? Just like waiting for someone to play <laughs> their big stupid thing. And then you're like, well, I'll win. With yeah. That. That's what you're kind of hoping for. It, basically. It, you know, it's, it's one of those decks. That's it happens, especially early on. Um, yeah, I, I mentioned I bought it because I needed basically all these cards. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of cards in there that if you're even just be like, Oh, artifacts seem cool. Just, you should just buy this deck because there's so many good, so many good things like you know ethereum sculptors cerams all this stuff it's good yeah uh tashar is a sweet one that's one of my favorite white uh commanders and you get like all the mana rocks you could possibly want belwar stone arcane signet yeah they print as good mana rocks in the stack which is sweet yeah the arcane signet they're printing in all of them now thank god because we don't need that card also being a hundred dollars yeah i would hate that if it was just like, oh yeah, Arcane Signet are five dollars. Arcane Signet and Soul Ring no. are in a hundred percent of all my commander decks. Yes, that I and wait, the yes, you're right. truth. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's the unfortunate <laughs> reality. They printed two cards that have to go in every deck, and those are the two. All right, we'll move on to the upgrades only. Oh, we want to give it a grade. You think what's, what's, what's a grade for? Uh so we're we're doing like okay are we are we including like reprints like how well do you think it is out of the box like yeah i don't know how we've done it in the past i kind of forget but (laughs) yeah um oh no we yeah we did we gave it just like a straight up grade i i I kind of remember it was strixhaven wise and then i said like with this it's an a but out of oh depending on the commander like obviously it's we should just assume that uh uh shurikai genesis is the commander because there's really Absolutely. no reason why uh, you wouldn't want to do that. Um, I don't know, like a C, maybe. So it's just like, a just a run of the mill, run of the mill commander precon. Yeah, I I think you're gonna get some good cards if you know somebody that plays Legacy. Trade them your Cannoneer <laughs> for some. You lands. know the capital yeah. will sell. <laughs> so right. and you get some good lands out of it too for the reason. So. Yeah, it's okay. I, I'll give it a. Maybe I'll give it a B. I think it, it, it's it's a good deck for, again, it gives you all the good removal spells. I love that it gives yeah. you, like, literally just in white, it's all of them. <laughs> it's, oh. like, it's like every one you want to see it gives you. So, I mean, we haven't like, gone over the list of detail, but maybe this will be interesting. Like, if you wanted to play this deck, what percentage do you think you'd replace? Ooh, that's a good call. Boy, out of this... D- well... Wow, it's interesting. Okay, assuming I'm playing Shorakai, I guess, Shurikai, right? Yeah. If I'm playing, if I'm playing Katori, I'm replacing the whole deck. <laughs> I just don't You're think just, it's a. I'm just. I would. Play it's not a deck play. for Katori. Um, as a Shorakai deck, the thing about Shorakai, though, again, is that like it just works for anything. I don't know. Even mm-hmm. even saying for a Shorakai deck, it's like okay, that that wouldn't be the commander I pick either. But uh, <laughs> uh, I would replace man a good a good disc. Discluding lands, right? Because land base, I think, would need a complete overhaul. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Uh, as it is, because it's a precon. I'd I'd probably replace like between like I'd be like thirty cards or thirty five for these cards. Wow, which is about half the deck, right? Yeah. Considering the thirty seven lands, you're like approaching half the deck to replace. Yeah. yeah. You like, know what? Looking at this, I would do the same. Yeah, I, I think it's almost half them have to go. Yeah, there's enough stuff like Whirler Rogue. It's just like, yeah, it seems yeah, cool, it and it'll do stuff, but like, 
Dude, I'm looking at cards like Mursmith. Like, why? Yeah. Who wants that in there? Riddle Smith is maybe a little bit better, but like, why? The Foundry Inspector is normally good in artifact decks, but like a lot of your not cards good. have have colored mana symbols, so it's not going to do everything that you want to do. They randomly downshifted Shimmermere to uncommon <laughs> for this. Too busted as. It's yeah. like, what? Why is Shimmermere? uncommon in this deck where it's only printed once i don't get it and, yeah yeah <laughs> hilarious I, I and especially because I, they do that a couple times and yeah. it makes no sense it's uh, like wait, why is it like <laughs> shifting to common definitely matters but not uncommon it's like all right sure i mean it just it never matters when they're printing it into a product that's only sold as a one of anyway it's, well so in i actually don't know if commander cards are well the shimmer if it was common then it was legal popper because it was printed in another... Oh, even deck. if they sh downshift it using a commander product, it, it becomes legal? I want to say yes. Because That's it, so weird. So I'm, I'm not a proper player, so I don't know that kind of ins and outs. But I that'd think, be so weird I think weird the rules are just like, if it was... If common. it ever gets printed at common. <laughs> yeah, but the, the rarities don't matter for this set. Know, it's, yeah. like, it's like all of this they can print at rare. It doesn't matter. It right, comes yeah. in this It could all be... Product. Mythic. Mythic, yeah. Like, you could have Mythic Islands. <laughs> sure. Would not matter. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, I'd, think I'd probably like 30 cards. Actually, most of the creatures I get rid of. Uh, Absolutely. Right. I think creatures is the big column. I think yeah. the sorceries are fine. The instants are fine. The artifacts are fine. Enchantments, there's only two. It's, yeah, it's just like half the, half the creatures are junk. Yeah. And the Planeswalker makes no sense here either. They gave you jace architect of thought and it's like why what? Yeah. <laughs> i never asked for that it's like is there there's not even a jace in the set nope it I makes no sense for him to be here yeah. it it just has nothing to do with anything we haven't played it, a jace in a long time the card literally has no synergies with this deck uh, it's yeah. like why why is he in there we'll move on to shishiro the shattered blade which uh, blade is like, it's, sure, it's kind of shattered, but definitely still. It's in pieces, but then it's got, like, this energy beam that's, yeah. like, holding it together, so yeah, it's, it's, like, a like, definite blade. The energy is the blade <laughs> at this point. Let's, yeah, it's let's like, not are, be like, are the pieces really important? Doing anything, yeah. <laughs> uh, this works off of the uh, modified mechanic, and they made a mistake in this pre-con, which is hilarious. They, they printed did. two copies of Moss Fire Valley that come in the pre-con, and you're only allowed to play one copy of <laughs> Mossfire Valley because it's Wait, a I thought uh, it's a rare land. Is is that actually the precon? They have two of them. It's actually in the precon. There's two Mossfire Valleys. You have to take it out before you can play the precon. It literally says in the statement, "Put in an additional basic land, please, because we accidentally gave you an extra copy of Mossfire Valley." How it's like it's. It's like the only thing with Commander. There's two things. <laughs> it's like, it's what's like even oh, more, we forgot about the legendary part about Commander. What's more frustrating, and it, I, I don't think it can be proven, but there's been like leaks and stuff, is that that copy of Mossfire Valley should have been, and actually it does make sense, because if you notice, there was one random Planeswalker in that other deck. There's mm -hmm. supposed to be a Planeswalker in this deck. It was supposed to be uh, Nissa, the one that makes a oh, 0-1 plant. And then oh. his her downtick is like plus one plus one counters on all your creatures. 
That would make sense. Would actually, which is hilarious. Like, of course, they would get like one that works, that actually synergizes. Why didn't the vehicle deck? And not that there's that many that would synergize with a vehicle deck, but something that does something with vehicle or and, that that would work. So, in the, in in my mind, I know like this a was, like a Tezzeret. A Tezzeret would have made sense because yeah. he's in the set and he actually works with the artifacts. Exactly. Um, so, in my mind, I know this isn't how it how it actually worked out, but I, in my mind, someone accidentally just like mistyped Nis. Uh, and typed M I S S, and it just auto completed to Moss Fire <laughs> Valley instead of Nissa, and then it said add. <laughs> you know, like a, you Nissa, can sort of misclick. Yeah. Nissa goes into Moss. Yep. Uh, if that so happened, that happened, and that's the reason. And that's and that's why. why. So you're hearing it here first. That's why that happened. First sources, and, sources. But there are two copies of Moss Fire Valley in this deck, so I you think, have to take one out. I think that should be allowed. If you go, if you if you play up, this precon. As it sits. Yeah, why not? Because this is what happened when they banned uh, uh, Stoneblade out of Standard. Oh, sure. In like but the, there was a yeah, Challenger deck. Standard Challenger deck. Yeah. And they are like, you could play it if in this deck. And it was still like pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll do the same for like, they just banned Lurus and Pioneer. But there's a Lurus Pioneer deck. Yeah. Are they just going to let you play that though? Like They did ban Lurus and Pioneer, I think. Yes, they did. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, oh. But they printed Lurus in the Pioneer Challenger deck. They've, it's already happened. So, yeah, are you allowed to play that challenger deck with Luris? All right, Shishiro. All right, all right, okay, okay, all right, all right. After 20 minutes of Upgrades unleashed. Hey, uh, how was your day? I <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I haven't spoken better than that. Shishiro the Shattered Blades, a two red green for a 4-4 four, four snake samurai. I love snake samurais. That's cool. That's good uh, he has whenever an aura or equipment enters the battlefield under control, you make a 2-2 two, two red spirit with menace. Love that. This is good. I like just being able to get a creature for casting something that's not a creature. That always which, feels which pretty good. Nice. And then um, at the beginning I, of your end step, put a 1-1 one, one counter on each modified creature you control. And again, modified as if it's equipped, if it has an aura on it, or if it has any kind of counters on it. So once he's put a counter on something, it doesn't care if that thing becomes unequipped or it has no more auras. Mm-hmm. Because it's got a counter on it from this guy, it'll just, you know, he'll keep putting counters on it. Man, I wish it said when you cast an aura or equipment spell, you said you could attach the aura to the snake you create. But True, but but because it says enters, you can flicker auras and equipment, flicker, right? and they will generate two twos. Now, that's not the easiest thing to do in red-green, but it's something you can do that... that this templating allows right. you to do, which is and which maybe is you're stupid. maybe you're playing in like a red green blue deck or something. Yeah, That's not a fun. Yeah, so I, I I'm fine with the way it, that this is templated. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it still making a creature is good. Yeah, yep, I'm fine with this. This this seems pretty sweet. Sadly enough, I think when I look through the entirety of the deck, uh, I feel like they did not play off his abilities very well. <laughs> I feel like this deck in general just was slightly poorly designed. Yeah, I'm looking through it. There's a lot of 1-1 counters, but not a whole lot of... There's, what, five equipment? Yeah, there's not a lot of 1, 2, 3... Yeah, maybe yep, five five equipment, and they're not even, like, the greatest hits. They're just, like, interesting that that's what they went with. And there's six or seven auras. Yep. 
Yep, not not a lot of auras. Not like super not a lot of auras. Like a noticeably low number of auras and mostly creatures. Well, meanwhile, like when I see this guy, I'm thinking like, you really don't want the creatures. You really want the auras. And the this guy, like I just it mentioned, he creatures. gives you the creatures. Yeah, you like, don't need the creatures. You, you need play, the auras and equipments. You play Fire Shrieker, you get it, and then you equip the Fire Shrieker to your yeah. U2, and now it becomes a 3-3. Three, three. Three, what you really three. need is ways to modify your damn creatures. And so you yeah. really need these auras and equipment. That's why, like what you said, like maybe you're right though, where it should be. I cast an aura, which makes this two two, and I give it. And then the you get it, and it's our, and it's modified. and now it's modified, and now yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty cool if that was the way it worked. Overall, though, there are a couple ways you can because it's modified, and modified opens you up to a lot of different ways. Like there's there's some cool builds for this guy. You yeah, can do a lot and, of different things, and it's not limited to. Also, plus one counters, even though that's what you're probably going to end up doing. That's your that's your payoff, right? Or yeah. or, or, or your payoffs, the creatures, right? Yeah. Cast yeah. a bunch of things, make a bunch of creatures, go wide. I think is the easiest way to go. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but in the meantime, you can, you what's interesting about him is you go wide and tall at the same time, which is pretty nice. He's right, you load something up with orders and equipment that's going tall, but at the same time, you just made a bunch of two twos with menace. <laughs> you they, you go square. <laughs> you go square. <laughs> Jashiro, I go square. I go square. Yeah, because honestly, like, you only need, like, four or five five-fives before you're like, yeah, that's kind of good enough to, yeah, to hold everybody good. off. True, right, if they're all modified and at the end. I, also, it's got to be, that's awesome that it's at the end step. So it yeah. triggers the first turn that he comes down. That's got to feel good instead of yeah. upkeep. That's way bigger. I think it maybe maybe it would be too good if it was at the beginning of combat. I don't know. I don't know if that changes maybe. compared to end step. I think end steps the, the, was the right choice. In other words, I think that was the yeah. that was where it should stand. Uh, let's go over the other option. Super interesting. Does not belong in this deck, but can have a whole deck to himself. Kaima, the fractured calm, two green red with three three legendary spirit. At the beginning of your end step, goad each creature your opponent's control that's enchanted by an aura you control. Then put a 1-1 counter on Kaima for each creature goaded this way. This is super interesting, I think. It's super interesting. That's so hard to use. So it turns yeah. all of your auras into those impetuses, which they clearly are addicted to the impetus cycles because they <laughs> printed it in like every commander precons ever. And they're like, play these cards. And then everyone cuts them from every deck. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right. But like, uh, I know we don't want, this would be so cool if this was in like white as well. Because then now you have all those arrests things that you can be like, oh. Ah, okay. uh, that'd be sweet. Yeah, it's goaded. Doesn't matter. Doesn't but at matter. least you get a counter on Kaima. You get a counter on it. And like, man, goad is—it's such a tempting mechanic to play into, and it almost never works out. It never works out. I agree with you. I I thought goad was so cool until I played with goad a lot, and it just then you get to the one on one. And one on one, you're like, ah, well, my deck goads things. My deck. <laughs> so <laughs> this feels. Roll bad right now. I'm I'm dead. I'm just actually dead. I I have no way to win. My deck goads, and now you're all dead. And I I goad you to kill me, please. That is that is my deck. The the interesting thing about this, the way it's worded in this card, it which is cool because most you'd think 
like mo- most commanders work the opposite way. Like most times, you have to play your commander first, then do stuff. You know, like what what this one that the Chishiro says. This mm-hmm. one you could play like all your auras. Yeah, send them auras, out. Yeah, play them on things. And yeah, then, <laughs> it's, and it's so it. awkward though because yeah, yeah, you don't want to like give a good aura to a creature and him swing at you for a bunch for a before bunch, you yeah. play Kaima. So if you, you really if want you that goad, somehow avoid that. Um, I feel like there's just there's not support in place yet for this guy. They printed a couple effects in this deck that that help this guy along. That they just mm-hmm. you just need a lot more of them for Kaima to start being really interesting. Yeah, I think Kaima would be such a cool five color commander. Just, That's a good point. Yeah. Just because then it would be like, hey, you could do anything. Is there that we random actually, black? How about like, just four? Like things? instead of the two, maybe they just made him like. A four color commander, like yeah. they made him black, black, white, red, green. So everything but blue, everything but blue. Yeah, because like everything how many, how many of those black enchantments that are not good normally that are like, oh, at the beginning of enchanted creatures upkeep that play loose to life or something. Yeah, like, oh, like, it would be so good with those. Life. Yeah, black actually would be like my favorite yeah. to add to this. Yeah, there's so many cool auras that like yeah, sac- or or whenever this guy deals damage. It deals that much damage to you. I know there's like ragged veins. Yeah, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, so sweet. Or like there's the black ones too. That like when this creature dies, return it under like your control. Like you we're changing Kaima. Okay, change. guys, we are we are going to re. <laughs> Calls is up. We are. It is. No, we'll have white too. You might yeah, as well white. have white. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be white, black, red, green for. And let's bump them up to a four four. Because now you're, you added two crazy... Yeah, you made him a hard... Yeah, right. It's got it's four matters for 4-4. Four, four. It's commander. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> what, 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 what game are we playing here? Four mana, 4-4. Four, four. Now what? We know how commander templating works. It's when it enters the battlefield, draw three cards. That's what... <laughs> God damn it. Oh, man. Sometimes when they print commanders, I hate it so much. Um... Uh, all right. And then there's, of course, the one monocolored commander. And this is a really odd one. This is... Kosei, the pen, Penitent Warlord. One green green for a 0-5 Ogre Samurai. As long as Kosei Penitent Warlord is enchanted, equipped, and has a counter on it, so as long as it satisfies all three of the modified modes, it then has, whenever it deals combat damage to an opponent, you draw that many cards, and it deals that much damage to each other opponent. That's cool. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. I think that would be really interesting. I hate that it's a zero five, but I love. <laughs> I know, right? Because it's like it doesn't block, and and yeah, right. That's what I mean. Like, because what are you really doing with this guy? You have to play him out, and then okay, you're sitting there with a zero five, and now and you, you why doesn't it have protection? You have to do so much shit for this freaking guy. Give it like ward four at least. I don't know. So I I think I think. You're you're basically getting the protection and equipment clauses satisfied in the same thing because it's like okay, equipment is swift of boots, right? And it's like okay, play <laughs> swift right. boots. Now I just need to get counters on it somehow. But what if it dies when you're trying to equip your swift foot boots or attacks or something? Yeah, <laughs> or attacks. Oh god, I feel so bad. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. He's super interesting. I just don't think he'll ever show up. You have to cut him from every deck that's not yeah, his that's, deck. Yeah. Don't play him in the night. He's he's balls bad. He's like he's real bad. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's a zero five <laughs> for three. 
Uh, all right, the Aki Battle Squad. This is another uh, another Wincon guy. Five and a red, six six Goblin Samurai. Whenever one or more modified creatures you control attack, untap all modified creatures you control. After this combat, there's an additional combat phase, so extra combat phase, and untaps all your dudes. It only triggers once each turn. Glad they added that, uh, you know. Right. Just to make it a little harder to go infinite, because otherwise, oh god, actually, thank god they added that, or it'd be instant infinite. <laughs> but he's still super strong. Six mana is a lot, but it's for a win con. You gotta, you gotta imagine you're not casting this thing on turn six and being like, "Ha You're right. probably casting this thing turn eight, turn ten, and saying like, "Now here we go, boom." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kill and, a guy. And uh, if things go wrong, you can still just do it next turn. Like a lot of this stuff is like, "Oh, until end of turn." Like the blue one that we were talking about, it's just until end of turn. But right, right, yeah, this one can sit out there and just be like, "All right, well." Next like, turn, oh, you I'm got, you got my 10-10 out of the yeah. way. It's like, all right, well, now, next turn, I'm going to play another one. So, good win con there. The Kami of Celebration is four and a red for a 3-3 spirit. Whenever a modified creature you control attacks, exile a top card of your library. You may play that card this turn. Whenever you cast a spell from exile, you put a 1-1 counter on target creature you control. Now, I see this card, and I'm like, man, that would have been sweet for the Lelia deck I built, and but I've already deleted her. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like the perfect card for that. But now it's good and prosper. Uh, it's good and prosper. That's true. Uh, there's not many modified creatures. Oh, oh, that's right. You play the card off of exile. This makes something modified. Makes modified. Then you attack with the modified thing. Yeah, so it all works in tandem with prosper. So I think that's where this this shows up a majority of the time. It's not like busted or anything. It's not that right, good. Man. Five minutes. Just fine. Yeah, five minutes. <laughs> I don't know, but the one-one counters can matter. That that can that can yeah. be a big difference. All right, then they they printed an interesting little cycle here. They made two dogs, one of each color. Equipment dogs. They made two equipment dogs. The Kamanu Battle Armor is two in a red for a artifact creature equipment dog with menace. Equipped creature will get plus two plus two in menace for and it's reconfigure four to equip it. Whenever Kamanu Battle Armor or the equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, you goad each creature that player controls. So it gave it a little bit of evasion to hopefully get there. Mm-hmm. Probably the most likely is to put it on like a flying creature then, and then then you can... Right. And goading each creature a player controls every combat, that's a big deal. This, this goad is fine. It's a big because deal. Because then you can just be like, play this. Equip it. I mean, then it's seven mana. But, but you if or this is out and just attack with something. Then it's just like, oh well. Now, now you have to kill this guy. <laughs> now you have yeah. to kill the other guy. I don't know how good it'll be, but it's certainly interesting. It's bad on a clogged board, though. I don't know. You have to. You have to have evasion to make this guy good. You want yeah. him to hit. Hitting's not easy. Hitting is not easy. Menace on tokens is good. Like we said, menace on just a random creature. Now it's good. It's expensive to try and like keep re- reconfiguring him to like Four man. Four try and swing into though. Yeah, that's that's too much. <clears throat> the other one is the Tanuki Transplanter. This is three and a green for artifact equipment dog two four with reconfigure three, and it says whenever Tanuki Transplanter or equipped creature attacks, you add an amount of green mana equal to its power. So if he attacks by himself, you'll just add two. While attacking with a 2-4. Also, you don't 
lose that mana as steps and phases end. So it's got that uh, Omnath effect. This one's got to be a little bit better, right? Because you can attack with a big old thing and get a lot of mana. A lot of mana. I think this one's a little bit better than the the goad guy. Yeah, I think I think it's better. And it's reconfigures less, which is a big deal. Why is this reconfigured less mana? I know, right? Yeah, because you think it'd be like because you're getting that mana back as soon as you right. Die. This feels like ba- I want to this effect. <laughs> <I don't, Yeah. laughs> this effect's easier to use. <laughs> it, it just is on attack. <laughs> just like all right. I'm yeah, it doesn't attack. say I have to deal combat damage to add right. the screen. This is much better effect. Yeah, so I like the Tanuki Transplanter. Uh, next card we'll go into is the Ascendant Acolyte. Four and a green. Four. A human monk 1-1. One, one. When he enters the battle... Oh, he enters the battlefield with a 1-1 one, one counter on it. For each 1-1 one, one counter among other creatures you control. So for as many 1-1 one, one counters on creatures, you count them all up. He gets that many as well. As a being the upkeep, double the number of 1-1 one, one counters. So he, he's just supposed to be a chonky boy. He is a big, big old boy. He'll be so good in, like, I, not in this deck, to be honest. I feel like you're not going to have yeah. that many 1-1s on things in this deck. Yeah. But if you play him in, like, the Hydra's deck. Right, yeah. It's just going to be, I feel like, like he'll just be insane. Yeah, you. it takes a lot of turns if you play him and he only has one counter on it. <laughs> yeah, for him to get take, good. Yeah, because it's, it's he... Creatures aren't, aren't really on the board for very long, especially five mana creatures, because usually yeah. if the board gets scary, someone's going to blow everything up. Now, this can Also, he has, he has no evasion of any kind. No evasion. So, no like, protection. A 1-1 can block him even if he's a 50-50. It doesn't matter. Which is hilarious when it's like, <laughs> he trips over a sap, like, you, you take no damage. Like, <laughs> my guy's literally 300 power right now. For that, for that matter, I don't think he'll be very good, but I think in very, in certain archetypes, he'll be awesome to play. He'll yeah. be, he'll be huge. He'll come down, you know, it's like a 7-7, seven, seven, then attack is a 14-14. You're like, this thing love is going to kill me next turn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it. I, I love this guy. I don't think he'll be played everywhere. I think actually in this deck, I'd take him out. I don't think you'll get there. Yeah. With- because it doesn't say for each modified creature you control. It just says plus one, plus one counter on creatures. Which control. is better, though, right? I mean, at least even the modified creatures, they should have multiple counters on it, especially if Chishiro's been out for a couple turns. Yeah. Oh, Theoretically, I, I, I they'll was have saying when be it, more counters but, than modified creatures. Well, not... not well, because that means if you have creatures with counters on them and another random equipped creature, then you don't get all that. I, and you can't just put this in, like, if you want to make a modified theme, then you can't. Right, play it, yeah, I guess that's the thing, right? It's not for a modified deck, it's for a counter for a plus one, plus one counter. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a totally different theme. Uh, then we have the Rampant Rejuvenator, speaking about Hydras. Three and a green for a 0-0 zero, zero Plant Hydra. It enters the battlefield with two on one counters on it, so basically two, two for a three. When it dies, search your library for X basic land cards, where X is its power Put them onto the battlefield. Not tapped. Just says onto the battlefield. Yeah. Makes that white card look real bad. <laughs> yeah, it does. I know, right? That's what, oh, man. Yeah, going back to that for just a second. This is what I mean by, like, can't that white effect... It, like, you've already stated that a literal player has more lands than you. <laughs> can't you allow me to have it untapped at that point? You just told me I have less lands. And you're not letting me have the land, really. You're letting me have it next turn. Like, really? Really, man? 
Yeah, so buff this guy up with a couple counters and uh, ramp your whole deck out and you win the game. This card's awesome. This card's nuts. Yeah, there's so many things that just be like, oh, like pay one mana, sack a creature to like tap another creature. I mean, it's crazy, right? Like, does this replace Sky Shroud Claim? It almost does. Again, I think the replace is the wrong word. You replace you is an addition. The wrong word. Like, but it's better than Sky Shroud Claim is my actually though doesn't yeah, replace it, but I think this card is better than Sky Shroud Claim. Give it any more counters than two, and that just gives you more yeah. all untapped, all untapped at that point too. Imagine this thing died as a five five with five well with five counters on it, not just yeah. as a five five. You get five lands untapped. No, no, as a five five. Oh, equal to its power! Yeah. Holy crap, it doesn't even care about the counters. Holy yeah. crap. This card's even better than I thought. Holy yeah, this god. Kind of, this is kind of like if, I don't know, if for some reason you're not playing Solemn Simulacrum, this is like kind of a better version of that. Wow, wow. Yeah, this guy's really strong. I think this will be one of those cards that ends up being 10 bucks out of this deck in like two, three years' time. Decks, yeah. yeah. Right. Now we'll get on to the, some cooler ones. These are these I'm kind of excited about. I mean, this first I don't know, Collision of Realms, six and a red, cool. so seven mana. Ooh, each player shuffles all creatures they own into their library. They own. That's an interesting phrase. You don't see that as often. Uh, each player who shuffled a non-token creature into their library, so you really only get it for at one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, reveals cards from the top of their library until they reveal a creature card and put that creature card onto the battlefield. Again, this does not belong in this deck. Yeah, it's kind of like... You're telling me I just made like 10 2-2 menaces and I gotta get rid of all that crap and I'm just gonna get one creature? And so is everyone else? What the hell? And I paid 7 mana? What the hell much? What the hell just happened? I don't know why... I seriously think this deck is just way more poorly constructed compared to the last one. I, I agree. Um, this card could be like a combo card, though, right? Like, there is just that commander deck that's just like, yeah, I play my commander, I play Collision of Realms, it shuffles my commander. Well, my commander gets exiled, but it's shuffled in. Right. And then, bam, I play my one giant ass. I play White Steel, and White then Steel here we go. Yeah. Yeah, it being seven mana helps out a little bit. Yeah. It's like, you need to do some work to get there, but yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't think we'll see it that often. I think it's going to get cut from nearly every list. I think yeah. people are going to play it once and go, boy, that, that sucked. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to spend seven mana, play it, and then you're just like, shuffle up. Ooh, I got a better creature to do. And yeah, I yeah, imagine you, you can do tech first. <laughs> just like, ah. Yeah, I think everyone's going to cut that. This next one I, this is my favorite card from the deck, the whole deck. The Smoke Spirits Aid. It's a X and a red sorcery. For each of up to X target creatures, you create a red aura enchantment token named Smoke Blessing. Attach it to that creature. The tokens have enchant creature, and the uh, which says when enchanted creature dies, it deals one damage to its controller, and you create a treasure. A lot of words on this card. A lot of words. A lot card. of different yeah. things this card does. This card is one of those ones that I was mentioning works super well with Kaima. Oh yeah, this this is like your best card. I feel this like. is like the best card in Kaima, and I think so. Also, like I love like really odd strategies, like Red Constellation, for instance. Mm-hmm. And this 
this literally triggers constellation for each of those things, which is nuts. And it's got such a cool effect. It's like trading in, like once those creatures die, and eventually they will, they take damage, and you can put it on your own stuff. You don't feel bad for taking one damage because you're also getting the treasure. It's like just yeah. put it on as many things as you can. You don't care if it's your own. You don't care if it's theirs. Anyone's. Whoever it is, put it on as many creatures as you can. Think about this. This card is worse is than the card I'm about to say, but <laughs> it's kind of kind of the same effect. Imagine a card said X, you know, deal X damage to an opponent, you create X treasures. Ooh, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be like in every deck. That, that kind of <laughs> fireball. That's like objectively better fireball. Now this is limited to the number of creatures that opponent has. And so it'll probably be like deal three, but you creating three treasures and dealing three for four mana isn't that bad. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I, so this is my favorite. Stuff I just, you said. It's so unique in the fact that it creates these auras to do that. And I think that's the huge thing for me. Yeah. I think you will want some aura or enchantment synergies, mostly because it's like yeah, I think so. Deck, yeah, you're not just going to play this card happens. to play this card. Yeah, you know, you're not just going to play it in every red deck ever. You're not just going to be like, oh, I run that card. It's, it's broken. Now, you, I think that that's the the big thing. I mean, you could play it in a in a, in a treasure deck too. If you if you really need the treasures, this is a card that says treasures, and it can make a lot of them pretty yeah. easily too. You really after it's done its thing, like you don't have to do much to, yeah. to wait for the treasures to roll in. And, I mean, you'll take damage, but you can put them on your own creatures, and that way you control... Yeah, but again, you yeah, you don't feel bad about taking one damage to make a treasure a lot of right, times. Yeah. You don't feel bad. You, that's, that's an extra That's treasure. a very good trade. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, you don't feel bad. You so. definitely just loosely, if you just have extra two mana and you have two creatures, target your own creatures, too. Now, have you ever, have you ever watched Spirited Away? Uh, yeah, I've seen Spirit Away. So you remember that scene in the boiler room with those little little black nuggets that are like helping yeah, the boiler guy? They guys, throw the yeah. rock, they throw the coal. That's exactly what these things are, right? Did they just steal from Spirited Away? I wonder who the artist is and if they have any. They must have pulled from Spirited Away. I, I, I see no other way, that, like possible way. They they must have watched it and been like, "This is the Spirited," because that's what that is what it is. I mean, yeah. smoke spirits. Yeah, it makes sense. All right, uh, the instant of choice. They added one, which is Silk Guard. X and a green for an instant. Put a 1-1 counter on each of up to X target creatures you control. Also, auras, equipment, and modified creatures you control all gain hexproof until end of turn. Ah, cool card. Yeah. You know when you're going to want this. I feel, I feel like, would you just run this in any green deck? I feel like you wouldn't. I feel like you need... Nah. The synergy. I, it, I agree, right? If it I also like said indestructible, I'd be more heroic intervention. Because then it would be heroic intervention. Yeah, because basically that it would be a flexible heroic intervention at that yeah. point, which is probably more busted. Because then it's like if someone's trying to destroy all our equipment, you can just be like, okay, yeah, I'll play this for one mana. All my equipment are survived or auras and stuff. But well, you can do that right now. You can you can just pay green and all your equipment. But they're. Uh, but I was saying. Oh, oh, if it, it. oh, but they're not. But they're not. Right, yeah, yeah, they just have just hexproof. Like, yeah. They have to target. They have to somehow target all your. Yeah. Yeah, so, and like so someone's trying to play target, Smoke Spirits aid. Yeah, on all my creatures. Still and guard. <laughs> still guard them up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I think it's not going to be uh, as impactful as people want it to be because it, it, it reads like it's a really busted card, and then you're like, ah, never mind. Yeah, it, and also, like, if you're trying to get all your creatures modified, then you are you don't really care about the second half of this card, because right. you're just like, I'm trying to get all <laughs> my creatures to get modified so I can do all this stuff. 
Yeah, and it's a pretty expensive effect to modify your creatures. Yeah, you can't dump them all up on one creature. Yep, it's just one counter for for each of them, yeah. All right, then we get into the enchantments, and these are some cool ones. I actually like, they made three enchantments, and they're all pretty cool. Unquenchable Fury, two and a red for an enchantment or an enchant creature. When enchanted... Enchanted creature has whenever this creature attacks, it deals X damage to a defending player where X is the number of cards in their hand. Yeah, some extra damage yeah. for, for, for that the creature attacking. When it's put in... This is the best part about it, though. It's got the ranker effect. When mm-hmm. Unquenchable Fury is put in your graveyard, return to your hand. So you get to cast it over and over again. Yeah, red enchantment uh, decks. They've done it again. They got Smoke Spirits 8 in this. Go mono, red, go mono red constellations. Un- you got this. Unbeatable. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I love when they add cards like this because it just adds to super weird, quirky things that I like a lot. Yeah, I, I'm all for punishing people just holding up cards in their hand. But mm. usually the player who has a bunch of cards in their hand are also not the player that's yeah, attacking. Yeah, fun to attack. So like well, this, luckily, at least it just dealt, deals the damage to them. It's just like, bam, they, you took some damage. Wait, I, I'm saying they're, they're just, just going to keep their creature back to block. Like, they're not going to attack in the first place. Which is why it works well with the goad commander, because then they have to. Um, but, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. You can use this to it's goad cool. a lot of things. Yeah. In the, deck. In the, in the combat, Kaima. This works Kaima. great in Kaima. Yeah, it's just like... All right, we're building Kaima. All right, that's what we're going to do on this podcast. We're going to build... <laughs> That's Let's you know, see if, that, that might be a good episode. Building Kaima or so like a weird command. Build off, yeah, off kilter commanders. Yeah, we'll have to do that at some point. And uh, we because we both love doing so it. many of these sets come out that yeah, we don't have a chance to like be like that deck brewing episode. But we should, we we should. Yeah, we should. Those would be more fun for us anyway. Is a deck so, brewing yeah. episode. All right. Um, the next one is Concord with the Kami. Three and a green for an enchantment at the beginning. Rinsed up. Choose one or more. Put one a 1-1 one, one counter on target creature with a counter on it. So it has to already have a counter on it. Draw a card if you control an enchanted creature. And, or, and, or, you know, all of the above. Uh, create a 1-1 one, one spirit creature token if you control an equipped creature. So it goes over all of the different modified, like, things. For each of the different modified things you have, you can get a small minor effect. Mm-hmm. Really sweet card if you can get all three. I think it's super difficult to get all three. Yeah, I think so too. I feel like you'd aim to maybe want at least the draw card one is really good. Draw card. In yeah. particular, the rest, the other two aren't that good. Eh. But drawing a card is sweet. So for that, you need an enchanted creature. Like if it's a four mana draw card every turn, that's that's a notably good card in Commander. All you need for that is to have an enchanted creature. <sighs> it's good until it's not. And then you're like, man, this sucks to have this out. <laughs> yeah. And it's not drawing the cards. I hate it. I, yeah. I honestly wouldn't play it. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't play it either. Because, like, mm-hmm. what's going to happen is someone wipes the board, you draw this, and you're like, this isn't a creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, and <laughs> now this thing does do nothing. Yeah. yeah, and it's not even a creature with Shishiro. It's an enchantment. It's not an enchantment right. aura. So it does not create a creature. Uh, really rough. Uh, the next one, the, w- the last one actually, is one with the Kami. Three and a green for an enchantment aura with Flash, which is so huge. Uh, enchanted creature you control. It has to go on something you control. That's really important. Whenever an enchanted creature or another modify... Oh, I didn't... Man, I don't read cards anymore. I thought it was just the enchanted creature. It says whenever enchanted creature or another modified creature you control dies... Create X one one colorless spirit 
tokens where X is that creature's power. I did not realize this card said another modified creature. This is pretty. That card's busted. insane. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought it was just when, yeah, you put like someone's trying to kill your ten ten. You flash this in, bam! All right, I got ten one one spirits, bitch. Yeah, but now, it's uh, now like you someone's now, trying yeah. to wrath the board. Oh, now man. I flash this in. I get you could easily 20, get like 30. 20, yeah, 30. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like no problem at all. And it all, just it does it just it doesn't count like the counters or like yeah. the yeah. It just says the creature's power. So it's just like collective, all collective power of all modified creatures yeah. you control in a board wipe scenario. This is like this a, card's nuts. This card's a like a combo piece with like a first sacrifice deck. Absolutely, yeah. This card's crazy. I had no, actually, it is. Yeah, that's so annoying that it says another creature. Yeah, because you can have that enchanted creature just sit there all just day sit long. There and it just keep having modified creatures blow up and making one ones all day long. Yeah, there's a lot of creatures that like, especially from like Amonkhet, enter with a negative one or minus one minus one counter on it. Yeah, that's so you modified. Just, you just keep doing that and stuff. Yeah, dies makes you a one one. Jesus, oh, yeah, this card's crazy. Okay, this you're is just, my new best card of the deck. This is this is one of those cards that you're just gonna you. This could just win the game for you because you're just like, hey, you have a big board. I'm gonna blow it up. Well, now I have. Literally the same size board. Oh man! <laughs> and you know what else has creatures? It's like I have thirty-five one ones. I actually and you spend mana to give them to me. I need this card for Paco. It works so perfect for Paco. All right, yeah, because you just play. Paco it. is always modified. People are always trying to kill his ass, which I don't blame them. But if they do, and I have this on my other guy Halden, mm-hmm. and he's just sitting there. <laughs> and then Paldo right. keeps dying, and I'm just yeah generating crap tons of one. And then you can use man, this card is cool. Oh man, All right, this is my favorite card in the deck for sure. That and and the smoke spirits aid, like I mentioned, yeah. and then I think also the uh, the what was it? That's that Hydra was insane. Yeah. The, the Other than those three cards, I feel like this deck is a joke. <laughs> I hate yes. this one compared to the other deck. I hate the whole rest of the deck. Luckily, I mean, it gives you at least it gives you swift food in here, swift yep. boots in here. I love Mage Slayer as a great equipment. Mage I'm glad they added that one. Yeah. They give you the Black Blade Reforged, which is interesting. That card, yeah, it that can get people. I yeah, can get they gave you some interesting board wipe options. They give you Chain Reaction and Starstorm, which are which are mm-hmm. good. Those are decent. Yeah, Rickshar's ep- expertise is an excellent, excellent. Yeah, I, I was going to bring that up. You that. One thing they do good was is Rickshar's expertise and Shamanic Revelation. Those are like two of the big card draw spells. Uh, yeah, Chain Reaction is good. They reprinted Kadama's Reach in this, which is nice because that was just like annoyingly yeah, like a two up. to three dollar card. Yeah, like, yeah. Ah. Even Rampant Growth, right? That card's commonly gets shifted up into like the two three dollar range and you're like yeah like i should be paying 50 cents for random growth like (laughs) it should not be more than 50 it's always the card you don't put in your cart because you're like i got some and then you look through your collection that's yeah and you're like like, come on i need more random growth god dang it gives you the beast within again this is another deck that i think they did do a lot of focus on like giving these decks the answers to things that you need in commander it gave you the the acidic slimes it gave you the decimates. It gave you yep. like, and you need that stuff. Chaos warps, beast withins, mm-hmm. hunters, things that like good. like first timers wouldn't necessarily put in their decks. Yeah, 
And like, I'm glad that it's putting them in those decks to say like, listen, this is the commander format. You need to be able to solve all things at all times. Yeah. Like before they'd put like, I, I mean, I don't know what they put, but they, instead of putting beast within, they'd be like naturalized. Like, Ooh, here's some yeah, artifact. And it's like, like not no, enough. Beast within it, it goes <laughs> in every single green. Yeah. Deck. Need a in. card that can solve everything. Not that. Also, so, there, there's a card they put in here. I don't know why I like this card so much. It's just uh, Tawashi Guidebot. I just think it's <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's just like, all right. I mean, that could lead us into the next... Uh, so, I mean, l- lastly, let's give a quick grade on this. I think this one's worse overall. I give this deck a C. Yeah. I think this, this is the C compared to the... I think the Azorius deck's a little more put together and, and has a cohesive thing. And I like the new cards out of that deck better overall. Yeah. This this deck is uh, calls to me and just my like, hey, I just want to just do either a weird thing that's probably not going to work out or just hit you with big creatures. But yeah, I, I would. Oh, crap. I missed one. Hold on. This is a super sweet card. Uh, I totally missed it. Thank God I was like looking over the deck again. This is actually a really cool card. Shifting Shadow is a brand new one out of this deck. Two uh, and a red enchantment aura. No, I this, is, this, is, this is a reprint. Is it a reprint? Yeah. I have I've never seen this card before. I want to mention it anyway because it's so cool. Enchanted creature has haste, and at the beginning of your upkeep, you destroy the creature, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a creature card, and you put that card onto the battlefield and attach shifting shadow to it. So it's just gonna yeah. die and repeat, and you're gonna have to keep shifting your shadows. So cool. Also, the perfect card in Kaima. Yeah, this is the card that's like the combo piece of like I played my commander, shifting shadows, upkeep. Cycle through to Blight Steel. Now Blight Steel is haste. <laughs> and Blight Steel is haste. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, where? What is it from? Like Time Spiral? I don't know. I think it's this from card's... the Commander set. Oh really? Yeah. Wow, that's a cool card. I had, I had never yeah, seen Commander it before. Commander 2017. God, what deck was that? I forget these. I I know because I have this card and I always want to put it in decks. <laughs> right, right. You, you, that, that's what I mean. When I see that card, I'm like, whoa! I was like, oh, that's so, so cool. Because it's also oh, a kill spell. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, right. I need to get rid of that thing. I wish I had Flash. I'd make him better, right? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> right before your upkeep. Well, I don't know what it's going to be. but <laughs> It's not this. Which, I mean, it still is that, right? On your turn, just be like, yeah. well, I'm afraid of that attacking, so let's make it not that. But it's going to yeah. be something it's else. It's going to be something. Yeah, it can't be that bad. <laughs> and then it's going to keep shifting anyway. That's hilarious. Yeah. That card's so cool. Cool card. Shifting Shadow. Shout out to that. All right. The last s- segment we'll talk about is, now that we've gone through... Well, how, oh, what do you, so, you the, we, we did the grades. We don't think it's as good as the other one. And it, yeah, yeah I, I totally agree. It has some good cards in it, but like... I don't think it's even worth like mentioning the how many cards would you replace because it's like all of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I would, 90% of I would deck. buy Chishiro and build a deck around Chishiro yeah, and, buy... and ignore the deck. Yeah. If you really like Chishiro, I would say, cool, I'll buy Chishiro and then buy all new cards. Yeah. And Bear Umbra is the most expensive card in this. Right. Thing. It's not like these decks came with like massive amounts yeah. of value. They're both like, they're fine. Not great. Yeah, you honestly the th- the reason I bought the Azorius deck is I kind of needed like fifty of the cards. <laughs> like like no right, joke, yeah. I needed like all of them, and I was like, well, I might as well buy the deck and get things that I'll need later on. I always you mm-hmm. can never have enough soul rings. You can never have enough arcane signets. Um, yeah, you know I'm not gonna buy Swift Reconfiguration for seventeen dollars, but I probably want to use that at some point. 
Right. And so if I just pay for the deck, I get it all. Great. Yeah. All right. Now we can move on. Sorry. We can move on. The last thing we're going to talk about is just we're going to just go back over Kamigawa in general. We've we've played with the uh, the set now for a couple weeks. We've gotten to see it. Uh, but we've only gotten to really talk about like our five favorites, our five overrated, underrated, whatever. Mm-hmm. We haven't really just like talked about random cards that show up in the set that are unique and do something cool that we're excited to work with and, and brew around and, and do stuff with. So we just wanted to give this a little opportunity to start talking about some random cards. So yeah. I have here. What do I got? I got like I got like I have ten. I have ten cards. I have ten cards. I wanted to shout out. I'll probably only bring up like one or two, so we can we can mostly go over your your list. All right, well, we'll real and and honestly, maybe yours are part of my list. So why don't yeah, I, we just start working through my list and and you can. I'll shout out. I'll, we'll go through your list, and then if we if we have time, yeah, we'll at the, the end we'll maybe two. talk about your next two. First one I got that I want to shout out: the experimental synthesizer. Ooh, yeah. This card, I actually I think is like almost a, a must play in all red commander decks now. No joke. So this is a one red mana for an artifact. When it enters or leaves, exile the top card of your library and you can play that card. So it's literally a one mana draw a card and could actually draw you two cards for one red mana in red decks. Yeah. I I think it's quite insane, actually. I think this card's really good. Although, please don't play this turn one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't be an idiot. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, 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 it, it requires I a little t- more thinking than that. Yeah, I could totally see me be like, turn one. Oh, that's a red mana symbol. I'm going to play red mana, card. Bam! Oops. I can't, <laughs> can't do that. And then it's got this cool little secondary ability that like, oh, leaving the battlefield? How can I do that? I don't sacrifice many things. Well, Crazy. for two and a red, you can sack it. You make a 2-2 white token Samurai with Vigilance, randomly. Mm-hmm. You can only do it as a sorcery, which you probably only want to anyway, to again, draw that card. Yeah. this, But this, it gives you a way to do it. I just, oh, this card's so good! This essentially is like, one mana, draw a card, flashback three. Also create a 2-2. Two, two. Like, right, and, and with, any, with any synergistic deck, it's one mana, draw two, which I think is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Any artifact deck. Is Any there. artifact deck. There's a lot of ways deck. for zero mana to sacrifice an artifact. Yeah, this is literally... And for that to draw you a card, I just think would be unbelievably insane. Every every artifact deck that uses the graveyard is going to be like, ooh, this is one of the best cards in my deck. Because yeah. always you're <sighs> always looking for those token things. Usually it's like a like a prismatic... No, not a prismatic thing. Uh, the the two mana chant or artifact that just fixes your mana, but ETBs draws a card. There's so many cards like that, but this is one mana, and when it goes to the graveyard, you also do it again. Yeah, well, you're thinking the prophetic prism. Prophetic prism. That's exactly what I, <laughs> I think that was like abandoned in Popper, right? Yeah, so just like... recently banned in Popper, and yeah. this this card is making waves in Popper right now. I believe it. This card's insane. And oh my god! It, like I just told you, if, imagine a one mana draw two. Yeah, I think that's broken in, in Popper, probably. Well, and it can be that. There are maybe not in Popper. Well, yeah. they had to ban a Tog. Think about it. If a Tog were legal, bust it. Well, I, we'll also remember in Popper, preordained Ponder and Brainstorm are still legal. So like that's funny. But in artifact style decks, yeah, I don't know Popper. I'm just yeah, <laughs> I don't understand. Next what next mention the touch of the spirit realm. So in commander oblivion 
ring used to be like one of the probably the most played white cards in the entire format how far we've come yeah and this is oblivion ring up front it's when it enters exile up to one target artifact or creature so so uh, oblivion ring i think can ex- exile any permanent any, any non-permanent which is why it was such a big deal this can only do artifacts or creatures uh, but that's most of what you want to get rid of anyway. I think most of the time you end up getting rid of a creature with uh, the Oblivion Ring, for for instance. But it also gives you a channel ability for one and a white. Discard it from your hand, exile an artifact or creature, and then you get to return it at uh, the owner's, at the beginning of the next end step. Yeah, so under, you get to control. blink something. You get to blink something, slow but blink. it's it's a it's a better blink. It's the slow blink, which is a better blink in Commander. Yep, saves saves your stuff from removal. Saves your stuff Almost from acts removal. Almost like phasing. Back. Can, yep, someone's attacking you. Blade's still attacking you. Bl- exile it. It gets your stuff back if they controlled it for any yeah. reason, which is a big commander, surprisingly. And you can and, and on the front side again, it's it's an o, it's an O ring effect. I mean, th- th- right. this card's just like generally useful in all your white decks. Can't be the channel ability really can't realistically be countered. Yep. And you can do the. The trick where at the at like the end the the person right before you turn they start their end step then you do this so now it's gone for your entire turn so you can attack them freely. Yes, yeah, you can exactly right. You you can use that as a temporary removal spell. Yeah, in other words, if you're just you're like saying. I just need to get rid of this stupid yep. like as a temp- one for seven. two mana temporary removal spell. It'll come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super cool card. Uh. Dockside Chef is a one-mana human citizen enchantment creature for one-two. And for one and a black, you can sack an artifact or a creature and draw a card. Uh, I think this is just generally applicable to a lot of black decks. Mm-hmm. Might want to think about running this card. It's really strong. Yeah, the the just being like just to turn your resources into cards and into other resources is, yeah. It's such a low cost to play and can work in enchantment strategies, a lot of strategies to look out for this card. And, like, at the minimum, it's three-mana draw a card, which, like, sometimes that's what you <laughs> Yes, he can sacrifice himself, yeah. right, to draw a card. Absolutely, yeah, at some times, that's what I mean. That's, there you go. And, and the, the unsexy plays that you have to do to just win more games of Commander is, like, someone board wipes and you're like, well... I've spent six mana to draw three cards. Draw three, yeah. All, all right, I'll get rid of my board. Like, oh, That's okay, always my no. favorite thing about black decks, though. Is like, yeah, board wipes generally don't hurt you as much because you, yeah, you most of the time you're like, okay, well, I'm going to do this then, and if that's the case, right? Yeah. This card, um, I think this might be insane. Discover the impossible, two and a blue for an instant. You look at the top five cards of your library, exile one of them face down. The rest go on the bottom. If it's an instant that has mana value two or less, you get to cast it. If not, you just put it in your hand. No, no harm, no foul. So, so it's like mm-hmm. three mana. Go searching for something. Any card in the top five. Any card in the top five. It co- did cost you three mana, but it wasn't instant, so that's fine. Yeah. I, and if it happens to be an instant card for two or less, just cast it. You just you just get the card. You just bam, just right away. Yeah, this is one of the cards that almost made it to my like my underrated cards. Because it's uh, like, yeah. it's three mana, like essentially scry five, draw one. Dig five deep is big deal. But all the ones, like a lot of the instants you're going to play are going to be cheap anyway. Right. And it's like, 
Yeah, what if it's Swords of Plowshares? You're yeah, just like, well, exactly. damn, damn, I didn't have to pay for it. I just three mana, I'd search five deep, there's swords, bam, that thing's gone. Swan song, stuff like that. We're just like, oh, I need to search for a counter. Yeah, and you can, right? Yeah, you can yeah. search for your spell in your top five. It's not there, whatever. Draw your best card out Other of the card, five. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this card's so cool. Yeah, uh, debt to the Kami, just a shout out. More ways for black to get rid of enchantments, so love it. It's uh, two and a black for an instant. Target opponent either exiles a creature. Well, th doesn't either. I, here's what's good about this card. They're, in the past, they've done like, your opponent gets to choose what they do. Uh -huh. They still kind of have that aspect because it says target opponent exiles a creature they control as, as one effect, or you can have target opponent exile an enchantment they control. So they have you choose whether they're getting rid of a creature or whether they're getting rid of an enchantment. But then they choose which enchantment or which creature they get rid of once you've chosen which of the types. You know, I I think as an enchantment removal, that's it's pretty Probably much pretty good. exile target enchantment. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times you're only going to have one that's yeah. out there that's any good. Or yeah, either it's going to do absolutely nothing because they're playing the enchantment deck, and it's like I have seven. Or <laughs> and it exiles or, the enchantment too. But it that exiles it. That's good. But yes, yeah, there's a lot of times it's like I'm playing. You know, my I, I have omniscience out or something and they go i'm gonna cast another spell you're like okay now i'm gonna exile omniscience right now the best thing about this card too is like it also can lead to insane blowouts too like the voltron guy sitting there with their one huge blight steel attacking you and you're just like exile that thing man yeah. <laughs> done and and that actually does solve the like one-off blight steel situation too it yeah. exiles that blight steel I ain't shuffling that shit back in that's gone bitch so, yeah, shout out to uh, Debt of the Kami. Next one, this is a super interesting one. The Mnemonic Sphere. One blue for an artifact. Mm. It has the ability, one in a blue, sacrifice the Mnemonic Sphere to draw two cards. It also has channel for a blue. Discard it, draw a card. Yeah, basically it's cycling. It's got cycling, but as an artifact. So yeah. I just think there's going to be a lot of really cool synergies with like returning artifacts, and it's there now. You can return it to your hand, cycle it for one, draw a card, return an artifact to your hand. Oh, okay, I'll return this to pay blue, discard it, draw a card. Yeah, just it being a permanent artifact is usually just objectively better than spells in like most artifact decks, where you're just like, and you talk about like it for improvise, like oh there you go, right. I drew you a card, and now you can use it to do whatever. Artifacts yep. on the battlefield are a resource. So, really cool card. I, I'm excited to see how people play around with that thing because I, th I think there's some really cool synergies that can be developed with that sphere yeah. bouncing around. Bouncing. I just think it's going to be in like every zone in the game, right? It's going to be on the battlefield sometimes. It'll be in your hand. It'll be in graveyard. Then it'll go back to your hand, back to the graveyard, back to you. Know what I mean? yeah, it's right. just like one yeah, of those yeah. cards that's just going to cycle. Yeah, it's it, going to go everywhere. It's just going to be one of those things that's just like, okay, at the end of turn, I'm going to do something with this. Yeah, it's like the Monarch Sphere is going to go somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where, but it's going somewhere. <laughs> uh, the next one, we talk about treasure uh, strategies. The Undercity Scrounger is a two-and-a-black artifact creature, Human Rogue 1-4, with tap, create a treasure. But you can only activate it if a creature died this turn. Well, creatures die. They die a lot. You can make them die. You can sack things and then tap, make treasure. And treasure is just it's so much better than like a mana creature. And, and, and this being yeah. in black is a big deal. Just like kind of sitting around, just being like, "Well, I'm gonna tap." I, like for instance, this is gonna go in my Fane deck. This this card. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That deck because he's tapping, creating, sacking creatures you, to do this, and this guy's like, "Oh, something died. I'll make the treasure." Oh, there's a treasure. I'll sack the treasure. Like it's just gonna be a crazy tap everything deck. 
Yeah, and, you know, it doesn't have to be a creature you control. People are going to kill other creatures all the time. <laughs> yeah. You're just going to get, like, three portraits out of this. Yeah, so a super cool card. Uh, the Greater Tanuki. Cool shout-out to this guy. I love this card. Four green-green for a 6-5 enchantment creature dog with trample. So just a just a 6-5 trample for six. Yeah, whatever. As a channel, though, for two and a green, discard it and, and ramp and ramp and growth. Search for basic land, put it on the battlefield tap. I just think these are underrated crap. I mean, that, yeah, if, if you can't play 12 uh, Rampant Gross, maybe play this guy, though. I don't know. Like, there's something to be said that it's got enchantment synergies. It's a 6-5 trample, even though it costs mm-hmm. 6. It could matter. Who knows? That could yeah. be it's a big guy. It's not nothing. A 6-5 is a thing. And there, there's tons of cards that are like, if you don't want to cast spells for some reason... Like uh, Ruik Tar, like you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. This still like, oh, casts the rampant growth for th- exactly. If you have he just, cards that have that's like a unique ability, unique creatures in graveyard. It's like here you go, put a creature in your graveyard. This is an easy way to. Yeah, right. If it reanimates all creatures in your graveyard, you want them just to be yeah. there. This Six is five two and a green, and you get a rampant growth out of it. Which guess what? You're going to want that in commander. Yep. I just think it's a card that should probably get a lot of play, uh, and it probably won't. And it probably and it probably <laughs> and it probably won't. Uh, this is, I think, my only rare on the list that I wanted to mention, just because I don't think it'll get a lot of play, but I, I actually think it's quite good. The Surge Hacker Mech is four mana for a 5-5 Menace vehicle with crew four. When it enters the battlefield, it deals damage equal to twice the number of vehicles you control to target creature or planeswalker and opponent controls. So if it's by itself and you have no vehicles whatsoever, it at least comes in and shocks a creature or a planeswalker. Yeah, I I like more uh, more things that all incidentally also target planeswalkers. There's a yeah other rule spells like uh, it costs black black if it is uh, if you have an artifact and enchantment. Uh, I the, I mean the thing with this card too, you have literally any other vehicle. I think this card's really good. If you have one other vehicle in play, so if this thing for four mana is the card I, I was thinking of, but yeah. Okay, yeah, if you have if four mana, deal four to any creature and Planeswalker, and you have a 5-5 five, five Menace vehicle for crew four in play, oh. I think that card's just good. I think yeah. it's just a good card. This is this is one of the auto-includes for any any vehicle deck. I think it's an auto-include for any vehicle deck, and like it's one that I would maybe consider for not a vehicle deck, but maybe plays, happens to play some vehicles. Yeah, if, you if know, you're... It's not a vehicle deck, but it happens to play the that vehicle because it, that vehicle has super good synergy, for instance. Like the Mindlink mech has super yeah. good synergies. So you happen to play that. Maybe a smuggler's copter in there somewhere. Yeah, like maybe, maybe you're playing play uh, Jirokai as a commander, as a Dazorius commander. That's, just that's like a, a vehicle. One. That's a vehicle. Makes pilots, so you're going to be able to pilot it. I just, I think it's just quite underrated for, for yeah, in a vehicle deck. I think it's an auto include, like you mentioned. I just think it's, it's probably underrated for not vehicle decks. Yeah. I think I would maybe even play it. I don't know. The roadside well aquary though is is last one that I was going to shout out. It has to get a mention. It's a colorless land, and it's got it just taps for colorless, and it also has two tap sack the roadside well aquary. Draw a card if you control an artifact. Yeah, and draw a card if you call an control and enchantment. So if you have an artifact and an enchantment, it's two tap draw two for your land. Yep. Which at the end of the game is is nuts. <laughs> yeah, I, this this card's pretty sweet. Like if you artifacts are just going to be around 
but it's yeah. Okay I feel like that's the easy one. Enchantments is the tougher one. But like, if this is tap or tap it and tap two mana, sack it to draw two cards. This is so good for a land, right? I feel like I would, I would, I would say I don't think you're doing that until like turn twelve, right? It's not good until then. But after that, yeah, it's awesome. The floor is pretty high. It's still just a land that enters untapped. It's colorless. Yeah, taps for colorless, whatever. But, but like, if you're a two color deck, like maybe you're, maybe you're in your uh, like white red deck, where you're just like, yeah, I can just use ways to draw cards. Yeah, super again, super late in the game. I feel like I, I wouldn't want to sacrifice my lands too early and pay two mana. Even just to draw two, that doesn't feel like enough of an effect. Oh, I, just I think, think that I think that's that's really good for a land. If you got to draw up to two, it's probably fine. But I, I think late game, this card's great. This card's yeah. cool. Card's good. This card's really good. So that was it. What did, what did you have? Did you have any two that weren't in there? Uh, yes. Uh, in for artifacts, I want to uh have uh, these bronze cudgels. I think those are going to be fine. Um, bronze cudgels. What so do they do? It's equipment. It's equipment. Yeah. Um, mine says clubs, but oh, mine says yeah. Mine says cudgels. Bronze. Interesting. I wonder um, what the card's actually called. Uh, you might have had oh, like I a translation or something. Yeah, maybe. All right. So cudgels. So yeah, we'll say cudgels. Um, so it's one to cast, one to equip. It doesn't do anything just for equipment, <laughs> which is why I wouldn't. I wouldn't like terrible, it if it does something. <laughs> I would like it if it actually did something. And yeah. that's why I like it. It's a one. It's one man equipment. You equip for one. You What's just put do? those cuddles no? in your pocket, and then you have a good day. <laughs> you move on with your day. Uh, but no, I I love these just weird kind of these effects. Two mana until end of turn. Equipped creature gets plus X plus O, where X is the number of times uh, this ability is resolved this turn. So it gives it like fire breathing, the 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 steel hell kite ability, in other words. Yes, but like it stacks. So you activate it right, first time right, you activate right. it, it gets plus one plus O. The second time it gets plus, plus three, plus three o. and then the third time you activate it, that's when you're cooking gas. Plus six, <laughs> six plus, plus o. o for six um, mana. For you six mana. So at that point, it was fire breathing. But and then if you do it for eight mana, then it's plus ten and can. So if you have a lot of mana lying around, so it's like, would you would you pay eight mana to give something plus ten plus zero? No, but, but you know it'd be great. It was this in like Zerda. It lowers yeah. the, the the cost, the activated cost. So it goes down to one mana. It goes down to one mana. Then it's just kind of busted. Uh, and it's pretty good. Yeah, I think I think there's a bunch of cards that make this just like, oh, I have six mana open. I'm going to win with my commander attacking. Um, yeah, it's got that uh, the Kessage Wolf Run effect, right? We're yeah. like at the, at the end of the game, I have crap tons of mana. I right. only need the one creature to hit it. Exactly. That's why I like so Kessage Wolf Run is a little more busted because it's on a land, on a land which is automatically busted, and it gives a trample, right? Yeah. So definitely more busted than the Bronze Cudgels. Yes. I just I, anytime those kind of things happen, I'm just like right. Oh, that's but cool. it's, yeah, not to say that this card can't do that. Um, I think the uh, Iron Apprentice. This is a one mana zero zero. Enters with a counter on it. If it dies, you can put all counters on. Why it. doesn't it say modular, Eric? Right. For yeah, fuck. Stay. Literally has modular one. It's got modular one. Except it can target modular. Means you can only target artifact, artifact creatures. creatures. Yeah, this one can target anything. Anything. But why like, it doesn't do you think the network terminal has any legs so three mana rocks generally don't this yeah. one doesn't you know it's three mana rock 
at any color. It's got the ability one tap, tap another untapped creature you control, and you get to loot. You get to draw a discard. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I mean, it's sometimes it's, it's fun. You control. I think if you... Eh. Oh, it's one yeah. man of any color? Yeah. Yeah, no, it yeah. taps for any color. It's a mana rock. It's, it's the, That's what I mean. This this compared to mana lift, you'd play this over mana lift. Oh, yeah, yeah. Does. It's just objectively yeah. better. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was just a colorless source. Oh, any no, color, yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's a mana rock. It's, it's a legit mana rock. It just... Yeah. You have to have a reason right. nowadays to play these... And like, so many that's the effect you're getting. You basically you, you need to play it in a deck that also has untapped artifacts, and and then somehow the looting has to matter in any given way. And at that point, maybe yeah, yeah, maybe you play the it way you're like, like seven drop because you don't have enough la- like lands or something. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I like it a lot more if I can play in like my three color decks or something. Mm-hmm. Um, the my other one is the card I was mentioning earlier, Tawashi Guidebot. It, again, it's not like gray or anything. I just, I just like the idea. It could be great. Could be great. I mean, basically, when end of battlefield, put a counter on something, tap draw a card. It doesn't act. It it costs four tap draw a card, but it costs one less for each modified creature you control. So tap draw. You at least have one. So it, minimum, it costs. It really only costs three in tap because it already it gives you it, one mod. If you have thing. zero other creatures out, you can yeah modify itself. You can modify itself at least, yeah. It's basically three in tap draw card, yeah. which isn't great. As as tap draw card, I think it is a really good card. I think it's though. good. I wish it wasn't a creature. <laughs> just because you could do it right away. And it's just like, oh, well. But now that would make this card actually really good, right? Imagine just a four mana artifact, put a one one counter on a creature you control, and then with the same like literally all the same text yeah. without two one. Without the, the two creature. one body. Yeah. Because you don't want the two one body. <laughs> yeah, you don't it's like it's actively bad. <laughs> but it's something that can attack a block. Which is kind of funny. <laughs> That's actively the bad part about it. But like I, I'm yeah, the the tap draw card, if I'm playing like a modified creature deck that doesn't have a lot of card draw in it, I'm like, this kind of does what I want a card to do. Like it modifies my creatures and it gives me card advantage and and like some colors your card advantage is kind of either just like I just need to play harmonize, right? <laughs> like, uh, but this is, I think, a little bit better. They've printed a lot of uh, artifact enchantment matters guys too, because like the shambling suit back in Eldraine. Now they have the runaway trash bot, literally the same thing. It's trample it gets plus one plus zero for each artifact and enchantment in your graveyard. Though I think the shambling suits for in play. This one's yeah. in the graveyard, which I, is kind of cool. I don't know why I didn't include Runaway Trash Bot in my favorite cards just from the name alone. <laughs> the Runaway Trash Bot. It's like, it, it's also like kind of good. <laughs> like this could end some games. Oh, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's it put it. If there's 15 artifacts and enchantments in your graveyard, this thing's at 15 four with trample. With trample. And <laughs> it's actually good. Talk about like okay, I turn over my deck in my like mono red artifact graveyard deck mm-hmm. i sacrifice my uh my synthesizer for this and now it's like i just have a 20 uh like a 21 four with trample i'm just gonna <laughs> with kill trample. you with this trash bot <laughs> watch out for the trash bots people run away trash bot. Ah! <laughs> run away trash bot ah! uh, that's great 
so yeah, we de- man, we just like mentioned like every artifact in the entire set. <laughs> yeah, like circuit. They're Mender, all good. Circuit Mender's another legit. Battlefield one. draw card enters gain two. Patrick Automaton's a legit one. Yeah, two it's mana a- one one construct ward two. Whenever you cast an artifact, put a one one counter on it. Just yeah. gets bigger and bigger. Shrine Steward, super legit. One ATBs, may search library for an aura or shrine card. Oh yeah, we never we didn't talk about the Shrine Commander. Oh yeah, we can talk about him in the end because he yeah. might be the most popular of the set. <laughs> yes, he is, and it, it's annoying that it only comes in set boosters, so he's just going to be thirty dollars. <laughs> and he's what Goshintai. Goshintai. So Goshintai of Life's Origin is three and a green for a legendary enchantment creature shrine three four. It of course has the classic all five mana symbols in the activated ability cost. Right, yeah. Uh, five mana, one of all five, tap, return target enchantment card from your graveyard to the battlefield. And whenever Goshintai of Lace Origin or another non-token shrine enters the battlefield under your control, you create a 1-1 colorless shrine enchantment creature token. Now, what's the most confusing thing in all of Magic, and I still don't understand it, because you look at this card, Somehow, Shrine is not a creature type. <laughs> yeah, it's according an enchantment to type. Yeah. That makes literal zero sense. Because that means none of these have a creature type. None of them. Yes. It doesn't yeah. have a creature type. <laughs> How? I wonder if you can like, abuse that some way. You can, in many ways. They, they should just say... Cr- cr- fucking... Shrine is a creature type, okay? <laughs> How is it not? This makes yeah. no sense. It, it should be. It should be like... Okay, if it's a creature, then whatever the type line, it's a creature type. Or, it, like, yeah. It doesn't make any sense at all. I love all of these, like, Go Shintai, because I always like, Go Shintai. Like, <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah, they're all Go Shintais from the yeah. set. They have one of every color, Go Shintais, and then this is, they made this one the five color one. Um, it's the shrine deck. It just, you play shrines, you play all the shrines, every shrine. Play shrines. Shrines, and then you play more enchantments other than the shrines. You play enchantments and shrines, enchantments and shrines. Yes. You put shrines <laughs> out, and then you activate the shrines by sitting there, and then you win the game. Basically, yeah. It's At least that's super... how my dreams work out. I don't... Yeah. <laughs> it'll be an annoying deck to play against, to be honest. It'll just, just grind. It's just always going to have crap out there. It's always going to have shrines and creatures, and you can't name shrines for anything, which is just weird. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting because there's still only like, like your your deck, your shrine deck is only going to have like 16 shrines in it or whatever. Right. Um, At least you can't play Mask Nessus and then all your creatures are shrines. Yeah, my, I, hate, <laughs> I hate this shrine deck now. <laughs> there you go. We don't like shrines here at the Dragon Party because they're not part of the Maskwood Nexus. They, sh- they look like they should be, but they're not. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me still. Also, the since it's this card is only available in like set boosters, also they reprinted or not reprinted. They redid the Musion cycle, also only in set boosters. Yeah, we can talk about those because we, we haven't given many mentioned because those are Commander, really, they're only yeah, legal in Commander. Yeah. Um. I actually, funny enough, I opened w- exactly one pack, and I opened the Black Miosian, so I was super happy. I opened a uh, foil uh, Miosian of Grim Betrayal, which I think is one of the better ones. Yeah, five black, black, black for five two. He enters, and they all do this. Uh, they enter with an indestructible counter as long as it was cast from your hand. 
So you have to pay that eight mana. I guess you don't. If you can cast it from your hand some other way, it just says you have to cast it from your hand. Yeah, if there's ways to like cast it without paying its mana cost. Without paying its mana cost, for instance. Exactly. As long as it was from your hand. You get a 5-2, and you can remove that counter from the Ocean of Grimmauld Trail. You put onto the battlefield all creatures in all graveyards that were put there from the battlefield this turn. So that would be, oh, yeah, from, from anywhere this turn. So even better, not just battlefield. Anywhere this yeah. turn. You can mill everyone's decks for 50 and you get them all. I was going to say a thrilling encore, but that would be from the battlefield. That'd be from the battlefield. This one so this one's better. a little bit better. Yeah, it's, a little bit better. One of the really cool things, like, usually these effects, they're kind of annoying because you have to, like, cast a spell that does this or something. But um, this one, you don't have to pay any extra mana to do the thing where you board wipe and then get all the... the you support wipe to steal all the creatures. Like you, you have to play it. It's indestructible, so it's gonna make right. around. Now you can be like, "Oh, here's my four mana board wipe. It survives because it's indestructible." Then you <laughs> remove the counter and then put all your creatures everything back. Everything back. Um, I mean, that's kind of my vote for the best of them. What would be your vote for second most? I think, I think the white one. Mutual I was gonna say Dawn white one's really good. Just I'm with you on like, the white one. Just being like instant speed, make twenty tokens. Right, so its ability is remove the counter, create a 1-1 one, one colorless spirit for each permanent you control. Yeah. Just seems pretty nuts. Yeah, pretty you can, nuts. yeah, right, make 20. Yeah. <laughs> Be crazy. Then maybe the blue one after that. The blue one is, yeah, the... Co- it's so the, hard to use, but it's cool. Yeah, the blue one is remove an indestructible counter uh, from it and copy target permanent spell you control three times. So it needs yeah. to be a permanent card that's on the stack. That you casted, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's kind of weird, but this probably will end the game the most just because there's some combo out there that's just like, oh, if I have four of these, then I don't know. Yeah, I win. <laughs> uh, yeah. Biovisionary? That'd be cool. Oh, that'd be... Yeah. <laughs> that'd be so cool. <laughs> Winning with Biovisionary in your singleton Neogen, deck. Uh, cryptic <laughs> dreams. That is a dream. <laughs> that is the dream right there. Biovisionary. Here but, we yeah. come. There's probably something that is like, yeah, that's kind of busted where it's like, oh, well, instead of milling like target player, I'm going to mill everybody. Or and then the red and green ones suck. <laughs> so the red one, it's deal seven damage to three targets. That could be okay, I guess. It could eat three uh, players if they only have seven life if left. If they each only have seven. That's true. Can you target the same thing three times? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, it says three targets. Literally up yeah. to three targets. Yeah, it has to be. I think it targets. said, like, if it was just, like, I don't know, like an X thing that targets, like, you know, remove a destructible card, target. I don't know. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out a wording that makes sense because like, I know. It's kind of tough. Like, destroy X uh, target artifact. It's like you can choose multiple uh the same one multiple times but this and one then yeah. the the meosian of a towering might is a very poor man's uh crater hoof <laughs> it's so bad it's just like it's only <sighs> yeah it's not good <laughs> it's so bad yeah it's distribute eight plus one plus ones on any targeted creatures and then they they gain trample so only the creatures in which you've distributed the counters will get the trample yeah oof no that, that one's the worst that one's the worst Good. It's good nice red and green. Nice, nice to, yeah, I was gonna say like it, there's so many effects like this in green. 
anyway. It's kind of like, yeah, okay, good that this one is pro is just unplayable. <laughs> so there's the Miosian cycle. Nothing, uh, nothing too thrilling. I now own both black ones and none of the others in the entire <laughs> Miosian cycles. I own the Knight's Reach and Grim Betrayal, uh, and none of the others. This is one of the time was. This is one of the first like cycles. I was like, I'm going to own all the Miosians and play them in my five color deck. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I remember you definitely own all f- all five of the originals. Yeah, I do remember seeing them. I was always very terrified of the life's web. Oh yeah, I I don't think I ever really like used it because it's like I don't want to destroy my lands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was the the infinite rage. Was the oh, that was the infinite land. rage. The life's web is like you just put any creatures, any number. Oh, the all green of them. one. Yeah, you I just, just get to dump your damn hand. Whoop. Any any creature, all of them doesn't. Not just one. Didn't say one. No, no, no. It said all of them. All your creatures are And back then, I just played like every big creature that I could find. <laughs> yeah. I was just like. I have 50 power. <laughs> <laughs> it just meant like you're, you're dead. The white's just a board wipe, which is fine. That yeah, was, the white was fine. Yeah. And the blue just draws you a billion cards, which is fine. Yeah, I think that's it. Awesome. That's where we'll leave it then. What are we going to talk about next week? We're going to go back to Diggin' Dizzle. Diggin' Dizzle. All right. They changed uh, the name. It is now Diggin' Dizzle. Diggin' Dizzle. Call up wizards. Sorry, Brand boys. New breaking news. Dean Dizzle. Heard it from us first. Uh, <laughs> we're we're gonna we've done some of the um uh the class overview. Yeah, we're about halfway creation. through classes. Yeah, so this will be class balance part one, where we're gonna go through. I, I'm I'm assuming we're gonna go through the weaker ones and then make them a little bit better. So if like yes. if if you wanted to play one of these and you're just like, eh. I, I yeah. would want to play I, this, but I need to do this. Maybe like, oh, ask your DM, like, hey, I heard about this, like, buff a little bit. Can we try this out? Then if it's too good, we'll roll it back or something like that. I'm th- thinking, like, think about back in the Cleric episode. There were some real stinkers in there that I was nature like, cleric. I'm, there you go. I'm, like, never going to play this Nature Cleric. Like, can we do something about this Nature Cleric that makes it worth me being a Nature Cleric? Mm-hmm. And then and and just trying to figure out what we could do to change it up, either either if it's with its abilities that's already there and just editing them, or maybe adding something completely to the class that makes it unique. Yeah, and I think we'll probably we're not going to go over like every class that we're like this was a C class because like a lot of times those will work in the right campaign. Like mm-hmm. you know some of the classes where it's like this doesn't do anything combat wise, like. Like the the was it the knowledge domain cleric was like, but if you're doing this like awesome, like, oh yeah, Indiana Jones puzzle class. one, yeah, it was a cool. It's class. gonna be awesome. Uh, so we probably won't do too much of that. Um, there's a lot of things that are tiny that we might bring up to be like, hey, maybe increase the damage to like a D8 instead of a D6. Like that might work. I don't know. We might bring that up, but we'll pick a couple ones that we're just like, ah, this really just kind of missed the mark. <laughs> yeah we'll see how we we suss it out but there'll there'll be a lot of discussion in that episode for sure there's gonna be a lot of like well what about this well what about this? you know yeah like, exactly yeah there's there gonna be a lot of back and forth and just figuring out where we land and, and how it all right. fits together what about next time we get back to magic okay so you're playing a game of commander and you're all I just am. sitting there right i am just sitting here you're just I'm sitting doing there nothing, Eric. I'm, I'm just sitting here right now and the game is going on forever. It's because we've had that. We've had we've had that several game. times, <laughs> and that's because 
No one has played one of their win conditions, so uh, that's that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, go win cons, over. baby. Win cons, like they happen in every game. Yes, they sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, some games just drag out. Sometimes they're just like. like um, my win con is a hexproof, indestructible one-one unblockable, and then I just play counters build. It's like that's a bad win condition. <laughs> that's a bad. That win con. Not a good win con. We got to talk about some win cons. Uh, Luckily, yeah. commander's a little bit easier because your your commander in general is is a win con. Yeah, I, yeah. It's like we we gave we gave every deck a win con as long as you if it's, yeah yeah for the most it, part if it's not a win con it's like an engine yeah right and the engines generally are more powerful actually <laughs> yes yeah because 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 yeah. if your commander's your win con it's easier to stop all right I kill your commander well my win con's dead so <laughs> <laughs> that is fair <laughs> I would like two more mana please to cast but maybe we'll discuss that more yeah we'll, on the we'll win con episode a little preview for you <laughs> we don't we love do we do that every time because we, right? we can yeah. just get into that topic and then we're like oh that topic's great let's talk about that well on that podcast we will Eric okay right. yeah, for now me. we gotta go get part it's still a party back let's here let's get man. a party going on alright let's go back to the party and all you listeners out there party on. Yeah.